In the distance, I see a shining light. In the sky, I met the maker when we survived. This lovely life, what will begin to make it end? When we survive this lovely life. Welcome to the IDP Show. I'm your host, Josh Raymer, joined in the Soul Check tonight. On my right, Adam Markham. On my left, Bobby Reynolds. Gentlemen, how are we this evening? Doing well, Josh. Hello, YouTube. Hello, Podcast World. (laughs) We got Addie's yell on the board now. Um, And before you ask about the the drop that Adam asked about, I'm not going to. So quit asking. So quit asking about it, folks. It's an all timer right there. Thank you, Josh. I didn't. That clip is not a good look for old Nikki S. Not great. It's like uh, that was before the that was before the smack. Before the smack, (laughs) the smack heard around the world. Bobo, how are you, man? I'm good, guys. How are y'all? Very good. You had a little bit of a stressful situation this yeah. past weekend. Yes, sir. Sure did. Which one are we talking Popeyes. about? <laughs> Popeyes. Let's tell the Popeyes story. The Popeyes was stressful. Uh, this morning was probably more stressful. Uh, getting to retake the permit test at age 34 when you find out your license had been expired for the better part of a year and a half. A year and a half? A year and a half. June of oh 2020, Josh. Nah, Bobby, tell us really why you didn't have your license. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But seriously, no, absolutely. I had to uh, go renew the license. I knew about it ahead of time, so I tried to kind of slide it by and say, hey, what I owe you? She was like, no, no, you've got to go take the vision <laughs> I test, which I was more worried about. Oh, I would fail that 100%. And then the uh, uh, 40-question permit test, like when you're 15 and a half in Kentucky. Oh, uh, God. You didn't study up or anything before taking this thing? Dude, I walked straight from wherever this was down near Mariah's in Bowling Green, came down to the the testing center, me and a bunch of 15-year-olds and a Korean guy beside of me, and we just all kind of... You know, held arms, held, and prayed. Huddle up, guys. Do our best. Jesus, take the will. Let go. Literally, let go. take the will. Literally. It's a good one. The beautiful the first, mind. The first question is, who takes the will? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So, uh, two, like Scantron or two, like? Two cars enter an intersection together across from each other mm-hmm. at the exact same time. Yep. Which one has a right away? It's on the right, but there's no one on the right, right? Okay. Ooh, left. Boy. You just kind of figure it out. You kind of motion. It's yeah. the car going straight. But what if they're both going straight? Yeah. I guess they can both go together because you're not really yeah, gonna you're not going to hit each other. Right? Each other. Just got to use your signals. A lot yeah. of people in Bowling Green aren't, you know, that's where you kind of signals. You kind of got to figure. Yeah. Hey, the, you, we good? Give yeah. the hand. Okay. You all right? I, you, you just kind of. Here's the thing they don't tell you about <laughs> driving is you just figure it out. Like yeah. you just kind of yeah. make it up as you go along. Yeah. It's, Whatever it's, official. It's like, I tried uh, to tell them that it's an morning. art form, right? It's like dancing, right? Mm. That's a great comparison. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Driving Car- is like driving dancing. is a hundred percent like dancing, <laughs> right? You a beautiful night. You shouldn't do it alone. I think is the the lesson here. The moral of the story. The sweaty part was where uh, she she was like, "Look, now you can't miss more than eight, or the the test will go off on its own." So after thirty three, oh, it was on a computer. Oh yeah, just on like a stand up computer. Couldn't use your phone. You know, you're in anything. your vehicle. No, I'm standing in front of this woman who works for the sheriff's department. Five minutes after I had been down and, you know, wherever to pay to get my renewal and whatnot. Um, and, and the test goes off after 33 and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've failed this thing. 
But it said, congratulations, you have passed. So I guess I didn't miss any. You didn't miss any because you had seven questions left. It's not possible at that point to fail. So, hey, dab on y'all. Let's go, Bob. (laughs) Dab on y'all. Two men with uh, active active listeners. (laughs) Everyone that ever doubted. Yeah, everyone that (laughs) ever doubted. Okay, so you didn't have to do the actual, like, test. No, I was looking (laughs) more forward to that. Come get in the Dodge Ram diesel. We're going... I'm going to show you how to drift. Bobby's going to take this guy out to like. I was uh, hoping that's where we were going. I was (laughs) hoping like, oh, Bobby was really scared when he was doing the, what, the parallel Parallel park. park, Hit the curve. Nah, boy, we'd be all right with that. That would have been the least of my worries. The vision part was most worrisome. that big old truck. The vision part was worrisome for me. I thought they're going to tell me I'm Where did you take the vision test? Right there in front. You just put your head down in a pair of glasses and they say read the top line is the dot in or out of the box i guessed on that part guessed right i guess oh my god i don't know what my vision was but we passed i literally still have a recurring nightmare about being in college and having to take a final for a class that i never attended yeah yeah i've done that had one where like you feel like you've oh my god i forgot to go to class for the whole semester the whole semester been out of school for 10 years it never ends Mm -hmm. have that one a lot Mm -hmm. yeah no glad to be here tonight you know Got a lot of a lot of people in my life that have been belly aching and you know got a lot of, got a lot of troubles going on. So sure. good good to see you boys tonight. Good to be in the show. Good to be chat, seen. You know, sure. good to get in here and smell. Josh just took a shower. He smells amazing. I got the manscape cologne on. We, we, we pass that. We uh, yeah, <laughs> good stuff. It was good stuff. We had a great run with mm-hmm. Manscaped. We thank them for their partnership. Mm-hmm. We uh, we have ended the Manscaped partnership. Yeah, and totally on our end. Yeah, yeah. totally. We just uh, wasn't a great fit anymore. Yeah. We didn't like the money they gave us nah. every month to do stupid ad reads. On to Gillette or uh, Dollar Shave Club. Yeah, Dollar Shave calls. Club. Yeah, um, maybe Doctor uh, Squatch. Doctor Squatch. Uh, yeah, you've been on the Doctor sure. Squatch train for a while now. Yeah, I was in bar. I was into bar soap for a little bit. Let's 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 go there, boys. Everyone has a bar soap phase. This, I'm, uh, I'm this a bar soap yours. guy. Bar soap's great, dude. Yellow Dial. Mm. Been a Yellow Dial guy for a long time. Is this like hand soap? Like the pre-surgery, like antiseptic type soap. That's that all. Use? That's what you you get it in like the every day in like the gallons. Like no, no, no. Just in the a gallon. In the well, actual bar to refill. No, it's a real bar. It's a hand soap. Heck yeah, man. Oh, it's a bar. Does it not, not dry your hands out? Shoot, no. So that's what you're keeping. Well, like, maybe it does. I did take a picture of my hands a couple weeks ago, and they looked yeah, you, like you a did have the oldest old man hands you're I've you're ever washing seen. up with that thing. Shoot, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You're supposed to do that with those. Oh, you can't. The the bar soaps have really advanced. My mom's watching. They really have. They're getting like, well, they're getting, they found a way to get like $7 a bar out of these things. Wife's mom is a chemist. She said it's cool. So we're good. But they're vegan free and they're made from soy. (laughs) No aluminum. I love when y'all say vegan free, like it's free of vegans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And no dyes. (laughs) No dyes and no parabens. (laughs) And no cruelty to animals. Well, speaking of toxic, welcome in to the IDP show. We are (laughs) non-toxic. We are very no, we're safe. Toxic. We're mm-hmm. vegan-free, paraben-free, dye-free, and cruelty-free mm-hmm. uh, right here on the IDP show. We're thankful you guys are joining us here. Little surprise sewed. We were supposed to be coming back at y'all here in a couple weeks with our boy, Joy the Tooth, but we just had a hankering to see each other, and John Macri has welcomed that beautiful baby into mm-hmm. the world. Miles Macri has made his grand debut so we had to bump back the soda with uh, with Joey a little bit. So we just said, let us slide on in there and get a big three soda in. So congrats to John and Olivia on the arrival of Miles. Uh, it's a cute baby. We saw the oh, picture yeah. in the Slack. It's Good a very looking. handsome looking young man. And it is spelled exactly as Miles Garrett. 
Like mm-hmm. miles from the United States Macri. Yeah. M Y L E S. So Let's yeah, go. man, this IDP thing is not a game. It's not a game. Uh, so yeah, it's, you know, shout out to, to the Macri's and, and yeah, his, you know, miles now joins his, his, uh, older brother, Levante. Levante. Yeah. Levante Got Macri. Demario on the way. <laughs> J O K Jeremiah. Hey, that, that Bobby, that reminds me, you, you know, Mark Sessler famously uh-huh. named his son Colton mm-hmm. after Colt McCoy mm-hmm. back when that was the Browns quarterback. Yep. yep. So you just hope that mm. unlike Mark getting his heart broken by the Colt McCoy experiment gone wrong, yeah. things don't go awry with uh, Miles Garrett and the Browns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. That would not be good because <laughs> now you're kind of tied to this, right? I always thought your brother was going to do something like that. He seemed like someone that was he tried. Do it. Mm-hmm. it was not for lack of trying. Yeah, he tried Peyton. He tried Even Eli Colt. Just... He tried Eli. We loved Eli. We were pitching Eli for uh, for baby number three. Be good. It's a good name. He Eli bigger, Raymer. He a bigger Colts fan than you? Yeah, hundred percent. Bigger degenerate. Yeah, hundred percent. He's just more passionate. I don't yeah. know. He listens to the Colts podcast with like Zach Kiefer and those guys. Probably so. like Colts only for him. Like he's not super. Like he's in tune to like normal. Like yes. NFL. Yeah. Josh stuff. has a better like uh, broader. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. But but Connie is the Macro. Colts. Yeah, he's the Colts <laughs> expert. Gotcha. So micro. He, yeah, uh, Cotter's yes, micro. he's micro. Like yes. I'm macro. And then we have John Macri. So works out beautifully. Where's Addy? Get him. Get in here, Addy. Thank you very much. I have that just video saved in my Dropbox now, just in case we need it. It's a good one. I can't wait to listen to this in my ears. That's going to be just amazing. What, just the scream when he does oh, it? Oh, yeah. Here, just when, when it, he just when it hit. It at some point. Yeah. I'm going to um, hit it a lot here in a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. So we got a good episode for y'all. We're going to touch on best remaining free agent fits. There are actually some IDP relevant dudes out there that do not have a new team yet, despite the fact that free agency started about a month ago. So we're going to hit on some ideal landing spots for, I think it's about eight big names that are still out there off Greg Rosenthal's top 101 free agents. You can check that out. NFL.com slash top 101. So we're going to do that and we are going to hit some mock draft results and do a round of who'd you get. But gentlemen, before we get into the best free agent fits, couple of announcements for y'all and y'all probably seen us talking about some of this stuff over on the Twitter, but early bird pricing $10. The IDP draft kit ends when the NFL draft ends April 30th. Soon as that draft is over, make sure you got your IDP draft kit because early bird pricing will be going away starting May 1st. Y'all fellas been working on the ranks for that this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Every day going to be a damn good product. I think so. I'm I why well, know so. And we're uh yeah, we're gonna give it give it our all. And uh, you know, all we do is put out fire. You fire know this. Content. They know this. Bobo. Yes, sir. You got some good ranks in there as well. I was peeking at your work and I'm a big fan of it. You know, I haven't done a ton of redraft stuff before as far as ranks are concerned, but um yeah, my mind is a dynasty mind. I, I sometimes yes, have a hard time turning that off. This is like, uh, you know, t- saying, Grandma, maybe do some Sudoku puzzles. Keep your mind sharp. Sure. So this is your version of Sudoku puzzles. Or the little square thing people are doing on Twitter. Wordle? Yeah, I don't I don't understand There's that all these the different variations bit. now. Yeah. yeah. I, I get to the, it's like a brag thing, right? I'm to the point in life to where it's like, I, I, I can't. I don't have any. I don't have any more brain space. Nope. No? You got more? No, I'm just saying I've always been anti-phone, like okay. games on my phone. Sure. I don't need another reason to stare at that thing. So gotcha. I've just stayed away. Wordle's like a brag thing though, right? 
Yeah, it's just like, look how smart I am. Uh, they post their little okay. green and yellow and gray mm-hmm. boxes. Like we have They a don't po- post them when they're like, they're real bad, right? Yeah, exactly. I don't ever see like- You don't share your worst golf scores, do you? No, never. Just yeah. the good ones. We just have a podcast for showing how smart we are. That's right. <laughs> yep. How's that going for us? It's going fantastic. So it's going, going so, good. so good. So early bird pricing, the idpdraftkit.com ends April 30th. So make sure you pick it up. Also make sure you're subscribed over at the idpshow.com. We got some cool stuff cooking for y'all mm-hmm. come the start of the season. You're going to want to make sure you're subscribed over there to see what we got cracking later this summer, the idpshow.com. And make sure you get into Addy's Dynasty ranks. Like we said, once the draft kit launches on June 1st, those bad boys go away until the start of the season. So make sure you check them out now. Also, gentlemen, I'm very excited about this. We're having a draft live stream again this year. Mm -hmm. The first Mm -hmm. night of the NFL draft. Some of our best buddies will be dropping in virtually. We'll have John and Joey. Maybe, uh... Kyle B, I think Tripp's going to join as well. Whoever wants. Whoever wants. Reach out. welcome. Reach out. And we're going to have some folks, some surprise guests in the Sochek. Mm. Some names that you all know well. It's going to be a great weekend. Greg Rosenthal. Mark Sessler. Nate's here. (laughs) Second Bloom. Chained in the basement. Schefter. Ian Rappaport. Hey, not after the weekend that Schefter. No, he's coming now. He's he's, he's He's actually excited about it now. Yeah. So. He's, uh, he's he needs to redeem to himself. He's built yeah. brand again. Yeah, he said he needed a weekend away, and uh, he's going to spend it here in the shack. So him I'll, and Ian are both actually staying up. Yeah, the the bunk beds <laughs> that y'all can't see on YouTube right up there, that's where yeah. they're going to be staying. Yeah. I did love that he issued the apology, right, Schefter, on his podcast, and the first reply to the tweet was like, he wanted to have a heartfelt apology, so he made you go listen to his podcast to get the apology. I was like, okay, yeah, that's kind of a... He did embed it into the tweet, correct? But, but you still mm. have to listen to the pod to get the to get the actual apology. I think, but you can, but, but it plays right there, auto plays right there on Twitter. Yeah. What do people want him to do? I don't, it doesn't matter. What, is it, what do we thing. need? Let's fire, we need to fire him. That's mm-hmm. the, I read this great article today about that of like ESPN can't do anything. I the mean, dude yeah. lost 11,000 followers and he still has like 9.4 million followers. Mm-hmm. And they're going to refollow. Unfortunately, he's really, he's the best at getting the sources. I know, and stuff. that's where it's kind of yeah. stuck. Yeah. Like, he, I think he could legit murder someone and we'd be like, but I still need them. <laughs> Breaking news reports. Yeah, I mean, hey. And even with the Twitter analytics now, like, you don't have to follow him. You're still going to see it. Twitter's going to make sure, well, Josh liked this tweet from Schefter and it's like, dang it. Oh, I didn't yeah. want to see this anymore, but you're going to. Yeah. The Twitter.com and the Twitter app is uh, just real bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Schefter's had some, he has, uh, in fairness, he has had some really bad tweets lately. What was the other one that was really bad? The, the Deshaun Watson one. Yeah. This was the day they were waiting. That for. was awful. That so he's, he's mad some blunders out. lately. And yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know, a bunch of like agent fed tweets. That's Probably where gross. a little of opinion bleeds into facts too much. Like, let's just tell us what happened. Leave mm-hmm. your opinion out, Schefter. Well, just stop tweeting directly what the aid, like stop copying, pasting text messages from agents into your Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Use your brain a little bit. Yeah. So anyways. And our, Rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. My yeah, God, I know. Man, Jesus. That was an awful thing. It was just one of those kind of time standstill moments. Anytime something like this happens. You yeah, know? you wake up to that new. Yeah, it was like, what, Saturday? Mm-hmm. I think so. Just yeah. One of those weird things. You're like, huh? What? You know, you just. It doesn't it, seem real. Yeah. That, those, you know, athletes, for whatever reason, just seem untouchable. They yeah. do. Especially young athletes. Yeah. Like, you know, as athletes get older, you know. 
that can happen. But to be 24 years old, just absolutely tragic. I yeah. liked where he was too with um, Tomlin. Yeah. I thought Haskins still had some talent. I mean, I know the whole Schefter tweet, you know, kind of knocked him a little bit, but Haskins was good. I, don't I think know. he was, I he think his career was on an upswing and it's just sad. He was competing with Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. You know, he, he maybe had a chance there in fairness. I mean, with Schefter, I know. Yeah. He did link the podcast and whatever. Uh, he did. He, it was the, the, you know, what he said was good. I mean, it mm-hmm. was, he actually did some reporting on, on Haskins and like, you know, Doug, you know, got stories from people and, and found out what type of person he was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was unfortunate the way it started, but he did kind of redeem himself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, I'll always remember, and I'm sure you guys, if you say Dwayne Haskins NFL, the first thing that comes to mind is probably like the funny thing of like taking the selfies when he was supposed to be doing the kneel down. Like, I'll always remember that. That was when he was in Washington mm. and they were winning a game and he was supposed to be taking a kneel down. And he was off taking selfies with fans because I think it was his first win as an NFL quarterback. I was like, this is what I would do if I had just won my NFL game. First NFL game. Too young, too. 24. 24, man. Tragic. (laughs) Rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. So let's hit on some free agents here, fellas, before we take a little break and then do some who'd you get and some mock draft results. So we'll start off kind of top to bottom here. Biggest name, free agents, according to Greg Rosenthal. Let's see what you guys think of these fits. I think Aaron's done the prep here. I think he absolutely nailed this first one here. The Honey Badger, Tyrone Matthew, sixth overall on Greg's list. And Aaron had the best fit as the New Orleans Saints. I agree. Malcolm Jenkins just retired. They brought Marcus May in to fill that sweet spot safety role but they need someone to fill Marcus Williams shoes. We know the honey badgers and LSU boy. So Bobby, let's bring him on home to the new Orleans saints. Yeah. I don't mind that. Um, it is interesting that he's hanging around this long. Um, I don't know if that's an agent thing or a money thing. I don't know how much he's asking for. Um, the more I've thought about where he left with Justin Reed, the more I'm coming around on Justin Reed DB one season. Um, that could be incoming. Justin Reed's still so young. Um, but yeah, I don't mind this with New Orleans. Somebody said the other day, let's just go ahead and um, send out the uh, Tyron to the Rams tweet. But just because it, that why not? seems very typical <laughs> of Rams. Not? But I think there's a lot of teams that could really use um, Honey Badger right now. The, the Saints, they're, they're a fine fit. I don't mind that. I don't mind that there. But if you're Honey Badger, why? Yeah. What are you going to New Orleans for? Sure. You know, I mean, that's you want to win at this point. In that's your a team career. that, and I, I, I disagree with their kind of self scouting, but it's a team mm-hmm. that thinks they're ready to compete with well, that trade. Not. They made to get two first round picks. It tells me they're either getting a quarterback mm-hmm. or they're drafting a couple of impact starters. They're, they're, def- I, they're probably not even going to win their own division. Their defense no. is still okay. David on Cam Jordan, Marcus. Yeah. Uh, Williams, Chauncey Gardner. Marcus Williams is gone. That's who they're trying to bring in. Oh, well, Marcus, Marcus Davenport. Yeah. Marcus Davenport. Davenport. Who I'm thinking yeah. about. Um, Chauncey Gardner. I'm a big fan of. Demario Davis. I was, that's what I kind of was hoping he, they would move uh, Chauncey Gardner to, to safety. Wow. More, you know. That'd be cool. Plays a lot of, of slot corner. But really, they're not too far away from, well, I guess they are. It's a bad team. It's That's not a, a bad team. It's just like a AK, slightly above average. They're, team. Yeah, they're Midland, and then the you know the 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 great coach is now gone. Y'all think AK is going to get a suspension? 
What'd he do? Oh, he he, uh, he beat the mess out of some dude, and it wasn't like he just beat him that's up. That's right. Like, supposedly yes. he kept. They had those pictures that came out. He kept beating on him pretty. I think they say, said he hit like 24, 26 times or something. Jesus. Um, but anyway, surprised he hasn't been suspended already. It seems like if you plugged a good QB in there, they could maybe compete. Yeah, if that was the Deshaun Watson landing spot, as gross as that is, then that's probably. I mean, Marquez right up Callaway. there with the Bucks oh, yeah. as far as NFC South favorite. Yeah. Adam Troutman. But they're, they they kind of remind me of the Colts. Like, they've got a pretty solid defense. They've got, you know, a decent quarterback, some nice offensive weapons. But mm-hmm. that's not a team that I'm worried, you know, thinks going to compete for a Super Bowl. Sure. They just don't have the pieces to really be a serious contender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd so, be a weird spot for them. But, it, I mean, you get the – it's the Louisiana connection. Yeah. Right? And – you but, ask why is he still on the market? I just don't think he's had the kind of market that he wants. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think he's gotten the kind of offers that he was expecting to get. I think he's probably yeah asking for a lot of money. Yep. Mm-hmm. No one's willing to pay a safety that much money anymore. And him in Kansas City was pretty primo. You know, for him, situationally, with Andy Reid, um, he could kind of go and do whatever he wanted to do. Spagnolia was going to play a bunch of DBs. I don't know where I see him. I mean, the Saints will be fine, but I think I'm with Addy. You got to think he's... With his age, he wants to compete maybe again for a Super Bowl. Maybe he wants to be done. I don't know. I think at this point he's just going to wait and probably pick the team that has a devastating injury sometime in training camp where he can actually snatch back some leverage because he doesn't really have any right now. If the market's soft. Are the Chargers? Just wait it out. They got a little money left. They're bringing in some old vets. I mean, that would be sweet. I like Nasir Adderley quite a bit, but yeah, I mean that's that's definitely an upgrade. I mean Darwin and, and yeah, uh, Honey Badger is pretty cool. That'd be that'd be fun to see what Brandon Staley could do with him. How much money y'all have left? Uh, about thirty forty million. We mm. have I think the second or third most. Mm. Wow. So, and if y'all can't tell from the background noise, it is absolutely coming a gully washer right now here in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Hey, hey speaking of uh, additions, that's all your Chargers uh, or. Staley added, you know, your former Troy Getcha Reader. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? It's fine. It's interesting. It is interesting. Because of the Kaiser White, you know, going to Philadelphia. Um, Kenneth Murray just had off-season surgery on his ankle mm-hmm. I saw last week. Which was weird. Like, why did he just now get yeah, that? Yeah, the timing. That usually is like they try to rehab it and it's just not working. I guess t- so. I'm telling you, though. If if you want to give a fifth for Troy Reader, go do it. I mean, I know that sounds ridiculous, but the dude gets some muddy stats. Yeah, he'll have his weeks. Absolutely, man. There's going to be injuries. I mean, he'll have his weeks. He'll have some How weeks many with... leagues is he actually rostered, though, right now? Nowhere. I mean, I guarantee he's on waivers in a bunch of places. I bet probably most so. leagues he's probably on But him waivers. and Tranquil? I mean, gosh, I'll, yeah. I'll take both of them. I'm liking both of them. Absolutely. Both of them are great. I mean, Troy Reader is the, the better value. That's one thing I thought about. I listened to, uh, I was mowing the other day, and I listened to our free agency pod, the first one after the first little wave hit. And uh, we need to talk about crappier players more. Like, it's mm-hmm. fun to talk about these juicy guys, but at the end of the day, you're going to end up, it's week 11, you're rolling out Camu Grugier-Hill, yep. and he's getting you 11 tackles, and you're like, let's freaking go. Well, Camu guy now. Another one, uh, crappy players I was thinking of today, uh, Rashawn Evans. He's someone like, you know, he's he's going to be typically drafted as that third linebacker there in Atlanta, but mm-hmm. he should be getting drafted just because he's a guy that if there is an injury, he's going to have smashed. Yep. And get you 120 tackles this year. Where did uh, Rashawn Evans go? Atlanta? Yeah, Atlanta with his former D.C. That's right. That's right. Did you just say that? You literally just said that. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said somebody else. Oh, you said you said him. I'm thinking in my head, 
Who's the other guy they drafted last year? Michael Walker. That's right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I had kind of a weird brain thing there for a second. I think that's everyone's everyone's projecting Michael Walker and Deion Jones to be the two. Nothing leaders. has upended that apple cart yet, the Michael yeah. Walker breakout apple cart yet, but we'll have to see. But you can be happy if you you, you got to be a little scared if uh, you know you saw the news about Rashawn Evans going yeah. there. You're not thrilled, Joshy. Let me analyze this next one for you because right. I feel like you have a little bit more to say about him than I do. Um, Greg Rosenthal's 18th overall um, free agent right now, Jadavion Clowney. The best fit here for Aaron is the Arizona Cardinals. Chandler Jones got paid in free agency taking his 800-plus snaps to the neon capital of the world, reuniting Watt and Clowney. Just seems like a great feel, good story to me. I like it. Yeah. I mean, this makes sense to me. Uh, there's obviously, you know, familiarity between Watt and Clowney. Yeah, thank you. I know. Mm-hmm. I get nervous every time mm-hmm. I say that word now that I'm going to mess it up. Give it up. Give it up. Yeah, that uh... – Woo! Thank you, Adam. I appreciate you uh, getting pumped up about my pronunciation. No, this makes a lot of sense. I also think Aaron has here the Dallas Cowboys as the secondary option. Uh, they looks like they I didn't know they signed Dante Fowler. The Cowboys did. Mm, I didn't miss that, too. Or if that's if Aaron's saying that's the other option that's out there. But um, I'll look it up. I like the the Cardinals clearly need someone, right? Because Reddick's gone now. Chandler Jones is gone now. He is in Dallas. Absolutely. Yeah. A one-year, so, $5 million contract for Fowler. Yeah. Um, I like this, though, because the the Cardinals have traditionally had multiple edge rushers they could depend on, and I don't think they have that. I mean, is it is it Gardak season? I mean, <laughs> I mean, what are we looking at here? I think you're looking at Marcus Golden, baby. Absolutely. Mar- I mean, <laughs> no kidding. Dude, he's, he's still under contract. I love Bobby's move. Basically, every draft, Bobby's take like what DL fifty five. Mm-hmm. Once he hits that, Bobby's in Marcus Golden range. Mm-hmm. Uh, I you- love it. I think that. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna once again probably <laughs> have another eight to ten sack season. What was my crazy stat with uh, Greg Rosenthal? Who had more sacks, Marcus Golden or Chandler? Jones. And it was Marcus Golden. Even yeah. with Chandler Jones's crazy like five ge- uh, sack game to start the year, Marcus Golden is he's so underrated. Um, I do kind of like the Dante Fowler signing. That's interesting. The more I think about it, it's fine. Yeah, and also with he left Atlanta. Uh, Someone I've, I've, I'm kind of interested in, uh, Lorenzo Carter. Yeah. I mean, if, it, if he gets the DL tag and sleeper. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a nice little run he last had a year. a nice little ending. He's going to have a lot of opportunity there. There's not much around him. I What's mean, he in RSO? The end? I don't know. He's, He's a probably linebacker. a linebacker. Is he? Yeah. I got you. That could change, though, you know, with how they do. So, Joshy, anywhere else you could see Clowney maybe going and – you know, contributing. I wouldn't mind him for the Colts. I mean, we'll talk about another guy here in just a little bit that Arn had pegged for us. That makes some sense. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Clowney is a lot like honey badger in that he, I think his market was softer than what he anticipated. So it's hard to predict landing spots right now for Clowney because sort of like honey badger, I'm anticipating that he's going to sign with a team mm-hmm. that has some kind of need. You know, whether it's a team that makes a trade, ships a player off to acquire some draft capital, Mm -hmm. um, you know, makes a cut post-draft, has an injury. Like, there's going to be some dominoes, I think, that are going to fall that get these two guys who have traditionally looked to sign big contracts. I think that's going to be the driving force. So, Clowney had nine sacks last year. and uh, He was fine. Dante Fowler had four and a half. 
I just don't I think know. teams want to pay ten million dollars a year for. Sure. That's pretty underrated for Clowney. Yeah, he's twenty nine. He can he's, help. He can help a team out. I don't think he's ever had double digit sacks. I think maybe I think, early. I think career. nine may be his career high. I know a lot of people were talking. I think maybe even we talked on the pod about will he have more than four or five sacks this year? You know, our number was pretty low. I think Clowney's a better NFL player than IDP yeah, player. Definitely. Yeah, sure. He's one of those that could definitely help an NFL team. How much he helps your IDP squad, mm-hmm. I don't know. But, uh, Addy, why don't you talk about this next fella here, a little Melvin Ingram love. Sure, Melvin Ingram. Uh, Aaron has him as the best fit being Kansas City. Can- I don't disagree. Yeah, I don't either. Kansas restructured Frank Clark this year, so he's not leaving the team. Um, doesn't mean they have to play him all the all the time, though. Uh, Kansas City is desperate for pass rush outside of Chris Jones, and Ingram was very solid as a situational pass rusher, piling up 24 pressures and two sacks in nine games last year. I mean, I think he played well. I remember Greg talking about how well he played for the Chiefs and, like, why did the – because the Steelers had Ingram, right? Let him go. Um, And then – because he went – Chargers, Steelers, Chiefs, right? Mm-hmm. Am I getting that right? He was with the Steelers for like a hot You're minute. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so he's like, why did the Steelers let this guy go? This guy's playing like really well. Mm-hmm. So he was disgruntled there. He wasn't happy with his playing time. He that's wouldn't, right. He wouldn't You're getting, right. In Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He yep. wouldn't get a lot of snaps. And so, I mean, they have a good, they have a good rotation. It wasn't really a need. It was like, you know, rich getting richer type deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even though I do like the backup option here, the Baltimore Ravens, Pair him with Odafe Owe. They bring back Calais Campbell. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that. They brought back uh, yeah, it was weird. the mountain yeah. of a man. Campbell. What do, do we think that impacts Odafe Owe season at all? Absolutely not. No, but you just love having that in the locker room there for the, them youngins, you know. Didn't Campbell move inside a little bit more last year as well? Campbell was not that good, honestly. I, I don't think. I, I thought the contract, you know, was bizarre for them, but whatever. You, I'm not a huge Melvin. Yeah. I'm not a big Melvin Ingram guy either. I I don't think he really influences the team's kind of washed line very much. A lot but, of these guys are pretty washed. At this yeah, point. that's why we're getting into sort of the dregs here. But y'all wanted to talk about some poopy, some poopy compilers. And, and I don't think Melvin Ingram really is the type that's like a Von Miller. That's like, yeah, I'm going to go help a team like push for a Super Bowl. Like I could see Melvin Ingram going to like the Giants or somebody that just has a bad pass rush. Doesn't mind giving him snaps. Move on. So Jerry Hughes, this is the one that Arn had pegged for first the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love him for the Colts. These, this is actually, and of, you know, going back in the history books a little bit, the Colts actually drafted Jerry Hughes. He was supposed to be, I think in the first round. I mean, this was supposed to be like a big time pass rusher. It never panned out. He had a nice little career in Buffalo. Uh, we need, we need pass rush help. We brought in, uh, Ngakwe. We still have Quiddy pay, but we need, some more optionality there. I, I love Dio, the second round pick. I think out of Vanderbilt that had the injury and played a little bit last year, but we need some solid depth. I think we need some like a Justin Houston type of presence there, right? That we had the past few seasons. So I would love this uh, for the Colts to bring in a little reunion with Jerry Hughes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have anything to say about Jerry Hughes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, he's very rotational. Yes. Even on your IDP Didn't team. you just say you want to talk about bad <laughs> players? We're getting real muddy, though. Dude. We're getting a little bit poopy. This is the 31st <laughs> overall guy that's left. The cow um, patties are mixing with the mud, Josh. He was really good pressure-wise, though, Jerry Hughes. He can still bring it. 
Yeah. I was I, mean, I hoped he I was wishing he got a little more playing time last year in Buffalo. I his, thought he should have, honestly. His but. snap percentage definitely hovered around 30, 40% of games. So he didn't play a whole lot. Two sacks. They had a year. true rotation there in Buffalo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's the who's the who's the DNs you want now in Buffalo? You want Von Miller? Yeah, Russo and Miller. Boogie Basham? Meh. Maybe. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely want him in Dynasty. He's, deep, he's deep really bench cheap. Stash, yeah, in Who's Dynasty. inside? Tillery? Um, they Mario, lost, dude, they lost a Mario ton. Addison. No, Addison's gone. Phillips like, is gone, isn't he? Kyle B is doing vac- the vacated snap report for our draft kit, and I think mm-hmm. Buffalo's D-line lost the most snaps out of any position group in the NFL, I'm pretty sure. Oh, wow. It, yep. was, a, it was a ton. Was like 2,900 snaps. Epinesa? Yeah. Still there? Huh. That's, Ed a, that's a deep rotation. Take dude. a nice leap. Yeah. And if somebody's going to be good there. Hmm. Interesting. How, so, how, about- how are we? Uh, let's, let's get into this real quick too. I'm still having a hard time with these edges from last year. Who do you like the most out of last year's edge class? Oh, it's still going to be Jalen Phillips for me. Yeah. Yep. He's number one for me as yeah. well. Who's two? And I love, I love his attitude. Everything, every like clip I see of him. Yeah. He's got it. Your vibe. You got the dog in him. <laughs> Love that. What about I you, was, Josh? I was, just try, I was trying to back up what I said here. So the Bills lost 2,300 oh snaps gosh. off that defensive line. Mario Addison, Jerry Hughes, F.A. Obata, Vernon Butler, Harrison <sighs> Phillips, Starla Tulele, all gone. F.A. Obata. All gone. Who is Sam again? It was Addison, Hughes, Obata, Butler, Phillips, Latulale. Yeah. So, I so mean, a lot of interior guys, a lot of yeah. guys are probably like, yeah, oh, we hate to see you leave. Yes. <laughs> Take care. Come on yes. in, Von Miller. Yeah, come on <laughs> in, Von. Good seeing you. Now, for we me, it is Jalen Phillips, and number two would be Quiddy Pay. Mm. That's how I have oh, those yeah, guys I ranked. About and so. then there's Oa, Tryon, Rousseau. Ojolari, Russo. It's a nice group. I, I mean, you could really make a case. I think Phillips is the one. I bet if you polled a lot of folks, he'd probably be the consensus number one, but after that, you can make the case for a lot of guys, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, it's still so much unknown, man. I mean, I'm excited to see year two for a lot of these fellas. Is JPP still in Tampa? Uh, no, he's a, he's a free agent. He's a free agent, He's still a free man, agent. Freaking try-on season. Yeah, he sucked last year, Yeah, JPP. Mm-hmm. It was bad. I would love uh, Akeem Hicks, our next guy here on the list, to go back to the Chicago Bears. I don't think it's going to happen, though. They had that Larry Joby for, like, 17 million a year or something stupid. And then they failed him on a physical like, Oh darn, you stubbed your toe coming into the facility, mm-hmm. Larry, right. we're going to yeah. have to fail you. Uh, but the Las Vegas Raiders, only five teams graded worse at run defense than the Raiders did last year of those five, four of them are in the top five of the NFL draft and will not be looking at the playoffs this year, Atlanta, Detroit, the jets and the Jags. Hicks was good, but not great in run defense last year and performed strongly when rushing the passer too, which would be a nice asset to have in a division with Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, and Patrick Mahomes. That's Gosh. some good research right there. I like Arm. that. I like that fit, fit a lot. So I love, um, I love Akeem Hicks. Real football-wise, of course. Yes. I mean, this, he's not going to... Maybe in your defensive tackle required leagues, he could still be an If he lands in a spot like that, yeah. I'm interested. I'm paying attention. Probably not as like my D-tackle one, but... Yeah, nice little rotational piece. Sure, Hicks is a great piece there, and you you love that for everything around him. He just is going to make the defense better. Going to going to have to you know soak up a lot of attention, uh, takes up a ton of space. So yeah, he he'd be a great fit there. And think about him lining up with uh, Chandler Jones. Oh, that's an Max all, Crosby. That's an all time. That's an all time front right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a nice looking front. 
Bobby, is there any more? This just seemed like a slam dunk. I'm kind of surprised it hasn't happened yet. Trey Flowers back to New England. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just seems like the boomerang type trade for, uh, not trade, but uh, reunion with Bill Belichick up there in New England. And their pass rush has been pretty bad, honestly. Um, they do have Christian Barmore there on the inside, but on the outside, you know, Matt Judon's been fun as an outside linebacker, but um, Trey Flowers to me is a little bit more of a true pass rusher. Um, you know, Chase Winovich really fell off a ton last year. There were a lot of people that thought he was ascending two years ago, one year ago. Um, Flowers is still kind of young. He's only 28. A reunion would maybe spur him on a little bit because he had a he had a pretty bad year last year. Is he a good buy right now? If you can get, I think it so. Yeah, he's a just fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he hell, he might be out there honestly on some waivers at this point. I'd say a lot of people because he's been. I mean, the injury thing has been a that's been Trey two, Flowers is on our waivers. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I mean, think I'm, John cut him. He only played kind of seven games last year. We're talking um, about Flowers, right? Yeah, yeah. Flowers. I was looking ahead. Sorry. He he is out on on the RSO because yeah, I think waivers, he's a yeah. linebacker in mm-hmm. XFFL. Yeah, if he's a linebacker, useless, useless. Yeah. But, but sleeper, you know, he's yeah. If he's out there, I think he's worth the worth the worth the shot. I think he could really benefit an actual NFL team. Like I think there's a team who could. And I know. like I like his second option, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, right. He, he could be a better. Cl- well, yeah, shoot. loose clown. You got Winovich there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. So bring there in now. another former Patriots guy. Chase Winovich is it? Yeah, he went to. He got uh, traded. He got traded for Mac Wilson. Yeah, wow. very weird one. player for player trade. Those don't happen very often. Mm. So Josh loves that when those happen. I do. It's fun. <laughs> you just don't see him that much, you know. So let's hit these couple linebackers here, fellas. Anthony Barr, Addy. Any interest? Is there a spot I'm, that you think Barr could land where you'd be sniffing around a little bit? I'm kind of surprised he's still around. I mean, he he's he's all right. Mm-hmm. Um. He, I, I will say, I trotted out, not not proud of this, mm. but I trotted out Anthony Barr quite a few weeks last year. He was pretty good he last was year. Just getting the snaps, man. For fan, I mean, for fantasy, he was. He probably had his best year. He had a blow up game that one game. Um, you know, I mean, maybe the New York Giants. That's a good spot for him. Yeah. Um, Barr had some nice games last year. He had. He did. Uh, yeah. Two double digit uh, tackle games, and then week eighteen. Which nobody's really playing in week 18, but he did have 11 tackles and two sacks in week 18. That's pretty fun. He gets some weird in between stats, too. He'll get some fumbles, forced interceptions. I think he had a, he had two picks last year against the Rams. That's right. That's a game I was thinking about. He picked Stafford twice <laughs> That's in week right. 16. Yeah. He had, how many points did he have that game? He only had 27 points that game. Only, well, only 27 for Anthony Bars. Big three good. scoring. There we go. Uh, I did love this random nugget that Aaron dug up of Leighton Vander Esch is basically a clone of Anthony Barr. LVE's got a little more burst to him, but the measurables are like pretty much identical. Mm. Of course, LVE has a much wider neck. Sure. His his neck picture on player profiler it's is something. It's disturbing. Yeah, it looks like a thigh. It's far too big. It's I mean, no wonder this guy's had so many like neck yeah. and back problems. Yeah, what has he been up to, to get <laughs> what, his neck? What? That's like a that's like a Giambi or like a Barry Bonds neck, mm-hmm. you know? He's mm-hmm. like done, something like, going on. He's like been like fle- like flexing in the mirror for like uh, something's that's not natural yeah. the way it's I don't, like something. I don't like it. I don't like you know what you've done, LVE. Speaking of LVE, what are uh, what are the Cowboys doing now that Wagner is with the Rams? They're going to have to do something linebacker-wise. Uh, yeah, because it's LVE and it's Mark Micah Parsons and Jabril Cox Jabril coming Cox, off the ACL yep. tear. Maybe we see more Micah Parsons at true LB this year. Might have to. Unless yeah. They, surely they're going to make some type of 
free agency. But they also have a need at defensive end as well. Well, what was Dante that, Fowler uh, now will help some rotationally. What was it that Macri just tweeted out about the usage that there was when there's some some article recently about Parsons usage for 2022. You you tweeted yeah you tweeted out that the the clearest indication yet is that they're going to move him back to a more true like LB role Mm -hmm. and play less at defensive end, which I disagree with because I think it's harder to. I think they're throwing people off the scent right now. I think they're saying, oh yeah, we're going to use him more at linebacker, then they're just going to unleash him. Yeah, but dear God, man, their linebackers have been so bad. Like I don't know, I don't know if you're the if you're in Dallas, I don't know where you need him more. I mean, he's a great defensive end, but their linebackers have been so bad, man. Go get you Anthony Barr. Dante Hightower's still out there. I mean, yeah. this is going to happen, right? The the They're just going to sign for like one year, $2 million, yeah. and him and Trey Flowers are going to be back in the New England cocoon, have a huge you know season, make some big plays in the playoffs, mm-hmm. then go sign like a $20 million deal. That's where all these guys are going, New England. Yeah, yeah. they just rehab. It's yeah. rehab mm-hmm. for your career. Just go back to New England. For real, Trey Flowers left New England, got like, what, $100 million. Now he's going to come back and like sign for like a million maybe. And then, really, and then go sign another deal next offseason. This yeah. is how it goes. Did nothing with the Lions. Nothing. Yeah. That's yeah. uh yeah, I just set that money on fire. Got the bag in RSO, I think, as well, and just totally flamed out. Didn't oh, yeah. do a thing. I oh, think, he did? He was like a $10 million contract. Yeah. Oh, like, wow. He was expensive. He was heavy. They must not have been listening to the pod. We would never would have recommended that. I think he was one of the types, too, that started as a DN and then he got yes, shifted he to did. a linebacker. He did, yeah. So he got to drop the contract. Oh, yeah, yep. that was before he did. Uh, came around. That's a rule we might need to get rid of. Yeah, yeah. John. Well, but what about when it benefits you? Hey. hey. I'm not going to, so quit asking. <laughs> so quit asking. I don't hand out any bad deals. Didn't you just trade a 2024 first to get off Odell? Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to take a little break here from our friends at RSO. When we come back, we're going to do a little who'd you get and a little bit of mock draft results. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. What's up, everybody? Josh here with the IDP show. Now, if you've been listening to our show for any amount of time, you've probably heard of Reality Sports Online, the powerful fantasy sports platform where league members get to build and manage their fantasy team like an NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? It's time to see what all the buzz in the Dynasty community is about. And the IDP show is making it happen for listeners. We've partnered up with RSO to offer new members 10% off their annual site fee. Just use promo code IDP show after your 14 day trial is complete. So what are you waiting for? With RSO, you have free agency, multi-year contracts, a rookie draft, multi-team trades, franchise tags, contract extensions, first-round rookie options, automated contract and salary cap functionality, 
and much, much more. Like we said, it's the closest thing you can get to being an NFL general manager. Think it sounds complicated? It's not. The best thing about Reality Sports Online Fantasy Front Office is that it doesn't take any more time than a standard league. It just requires more strategy. Think you're among the fantasy elite? Well, this is the platform to test your mettle. Just remember to use the promo code IDP show to get 10% off the site fee. Again, that's promo code IDP show to get 10% off the site fee for your leagues in 2022. Fantasy just got real with Reality Sports Online. What's up, everybody? Josh Raymer here with the IDP Show, and I am so excited to share some big news with you all today. We are announcing a new project that has been a collaborative effort between the IDP Show, IDP Guys, and Dynasty Football Factory. It is the IDP Draft Kit. Now, whether you're new to IDP or you've been playing for decades, we could all use a little help once draft day rolls around. After all, the foundation we lay during the draft is what sets us up to win a championship or, if you're in a dynasty league, be a top contender for years to come. The IDP Draft Kit is the resource you need to dominate your drafts. We've got you covered with combined and positional rankings for both redraft and dynasty leagues. Now, this isn't a static draft resource either. It'll be updated throughout the offseason so you stay ahead of the curve. More of a do-your-own-research fantasy player? No problem. We've got top-level analysis from some of the brightest minds to help you identify opportunities for each of the 32 NFL defenses. If you've thought about trying IDP but were hesitant to take the plunge, don't worry. We're here to help guide you with an IDP starter kit plus our preferred scoring settings for a new league. It's everything you need to hit the ground running and absolutely flatten the IDP learning curve. Your road to IDP glory starts here. No more missing the playoffs or coming in second. All you need to do are follow these two simple steps. Step one, pre-order the IDP draft kit today. Step two, get ready to destroy your league mates. That's it. Once you have the IDP draft kit, you'll be so far ahead of your competition, they'll swear you're about to lap them. So what are you waiting for? Go to theidpdraftkit.com today to pre-order the IDP draft kit. When you use that link, you'll automatically get our early bird pricing applied. And our early bird pricing is 50% off the regular price. But don't delay because this pricing won't last forever. So, one more time, visit the idpdraftkit.com and pre-order today. Welcome back to the IDP show. Uh, Bob, that's uh, 
That song always makes me think of you now. Hey, back on drugs. Why can't I kick the habit? That's a great question, Bob. Sir, drugs get a hold of you. <laughs> oh, man. It's off to They're a great fun, start. though. <laughs> They're fun. We are pro drugs here on the IDP show, if you guys could not tell. Uh, Adam's doing the rock out sign. I'm going I'm to have to put you out in the rain. You're going to have to pod from outside. <laughs> this is not how I thought we were coming back in. I, I never know with these two. I'm just like, I'm glad y'all get to see it now. You get to just see, because you didn't, you, you, you miss the chaos as it's erupting in the soda shack. Cause I'm just like keeping the plane, you know, the steady altitude. Sure. Try my best folks. Yeah. Keep us on the rails. Do a hell of a job. Doing great, Joshy. Thank you all. Let's do some, who'd you get Addy? Not, you want to scream? You want to cue it up? Everyone's favorite game show. <laughs> Did you get? Oh, the get. Oh, I'm going to have nightmares about that. I should have cut to your camera. I'm mad at myself for that. That would have been a great face. I was scared. I covered up for that. I know. One. I was getting away from the microphone on that one. So who'd you get? Bobo, why don't you kick us off, man? I think you said you had to get to your computer mm-hmm. to uh, get all these trades because there had been so many you couldn't look at them on your phone. Yeah, I'd say probably from the last who'd you get, I've got the better part of a dozen, maybe two dozen, somewhere in between there, 12 to 24. Sounds about right. But in my defense, us? it's been a while. It's been a while since we played who'd you get. So let's talk. In, in my defense, been it's been six weeks since we did Who'd You Get? Yeah, it's been a while. You right. guys remember that song? I don't. Play no. that drop. <laughs> play that, play drop. that drop. There's your uh, <laughs> weekly play that drop, Josh, that you clearly don't have. <laughs> we'll get it for next week. Uh, let's let's run through a couple of these. I traded uh, Justin Simmons and the 205 received Miles Sanders. 2022 third and a 23 third. I traded Jacob Phillips, a 22 third and fourth. For Ernest Jones, 23 third, fourth, a 24 fourth, and fifth. Was this before the Bobby Wagner signing or Correct. after? Before. Correct. Okay. So Ernest was still saving Christmas at this point. Correct. Traded Cam Akers uh, two fourths and three fifths and received Juju Smith Schuster pre Kansas City. Nice. Carson Wentz, who I dropped, and a 23 first. So you probably have the Chiefs' number one wide receiver at this point. Uh, one would think. I don't know how people, you know, you can't say that around Kelsey Ooh, people. Hey, yeah, yeah. MBS listen to this. Who he's got something to say about that. <laughs> he said, Yep, Juju's number one. Thank you for asking. Yeah, <laughs> T Lizard. T Lizard. I traded Ryan Tannehill and a 23 third received Tua Tagovailoa, a 22 fourth and a 23 fourth. And I traded DeAndre Hopkins, received Matt Judon, Justin Simmons, Calvin Ridley, and a 22 205. So at the end of this, you come away with. Yeah, so Judon, Ridley, uh, Tua, Juju, mm-hmm. and Ernest Jones. Ernest Jones and Miles Sanders. Correct. And a 23 first. Yeah. And you give. Uh, you gave Hopkins, Tannehill, Aker. You literally had in the dock originally traded everyone, received everyone, That's which pretty, is probably accurate. Pretty close to accurate. But you traded away Hopkins, Tannehill, Akers, Jacob Phillips, and Justin Simmons. So I'll give you pretty good. maybe some of my background here. Um, DeAndre Hopkins was about 30 mil. Mm-hmm. Maybe he works out. I don't know. I didn't love him standing on the sidelines in crutches last year. That kind of looked. Well, it was a great time to buy Calvin Ridley. Sure. The, the dude is not going to be like just. 
gone from the NFL after this. Uh, Calvin it's a Ridley, gamble. Yeah, he will have to be yeah, a... Uh, you're fired. You're actually canceled. <laughs> He'll have to be a franchise tag, too. But I did move the 205 this year just to 2023. Um, I have moved back. I'm kind of holding that 23 first pretty hard. Um, and then the other big sell probably would have been Cam Akers. Um, well, okay, so... One of the worst trades I had last year was the Cam Akers trade to you, funny enough. Mm. So I'm curious now, from what you saw about what you saw of Akers mm-hmm. in those playoff games, what you've listened to and heard about this offseason, what's your temperature on Cam right now? I don't know. He look, did not look great. I love Addy. At the end of the season for the Rams. Addy's just taught me, don't ever hold on to a running back. For running back, if you can get you a wide receiver or a pick back, let them freaking fly. You can find running backs. You can't find wide receivers. Um, I, you know, I know there's that whole like postseason. He averaged like 1.8 or two yards per carry. He did have some pretty dumb runs. He ran over Buddha. He had a couple little cool wheel routes from Stafford, but they're in the Super Bowl or maybe even the conference championship. They were running Hendo in on third down quite a bit. I wouldn't be surprised if the oh sorry oh, Keenan, Keenan. I come on I give Keenan too. I'm so sorry, buddy. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe the Rams drafted a running back. They were really close to having to roll out Buddy Howe or Jake Funk last year. Ooh, Xavier. Uh, they had another Xavier guy. I remember what he tore his Achilles. But is Sonny Michelle still there? Is he Sonny Michelle's a free agent? He'll okay. be gone. He'll he'll go somewhere else. Um, kind of surprised he hasn't signed somewhere at mm-hmm. this point. I don't know, man. Shout out Lauren. He called me out a couple weeks ago. He actually called me on the phone because I'm old fashioned. I love talking on the phone, especially Bobby has a rotary phone. You know those ones yeah. that spin around. <laughs> Never the- ever call me. Yeah, yeah. Call me. I'll talk to you. Don't commit the cardinal sin of calling me after I text you. Don't. That's the worst. That's the absolute worst. But Lauren basically called me out and he said, "You just don't really care too much for running backs. You love wide receivers." And I will say, I've taken that. You know, a little page from Addy. I love wide receivers. They just hold their value in Dynasty so much longer, especially in a contract league. Some of these guys will get expensive, um, like a DeAndre Hopkins and a Keenan Allen and Calvin Ridley's a lot this year. But, man, these these running backs are just so I mean, funky, dude. To pick up Juju now with the Chiefs, and you have Patrick Mahomes in this league, yeah. and also 23 huh. first. I just traded Tyreek in this offseason before he went to Miami, too. So I mean, Which I think is a downgrade for oh, his value. Gotta yeah. be. Gotta be a downgrade probably for Waddle as well. Yeah, I think Tyreek coming in. Waddle was a pretty big target haul last help. year. Yeah. So... I don't know. I like, there's no player on this list, Bobo, that I'm like, Ooh, I'd you trade him away. Yeah. I, I do know. remember you saying though, that you, that you were happy to acquire Justin Simmons. So yeah, Simmons is gone. Uh, he, gone. he didn't he, even get to unpack his he stuff. He was right. almost 10 mil and I'm kind of close on cap. That was a cap deal. And then I moved to two five. I needed a running back back. Miles Simmons Sanders. was 10 mil. Yeah. He was pushing. He's like 9.8. He's really close. Sheeshanator. Sanders is a lot too. Sanders is like eight, but I don't know. I guess what it boils down to for me is offensively. I just don't think there's going to be a lot of talent at 205. And that's really what I'm there for. I'm not really sticking at 205 to draft one of these linebackers. I was thinking about that because there's going to be, there is going to be some nice defensive talent in this draft, but geez, I'm thinking about like the linebackers Mm -hmm. and the DNs and it's like, yes, dynasty, that's great. You can hold on to these guys, but like, man, mm-hmm. if you're expecting these kind of defensive contributors, I've just come to the point where I'm like, yep, I'm not depending on any of these rookies defensively. I'm just not mm-hmm. like you need to, even no, yeah. in dynasty fade more back towards the vets. Yeah. You know, we've been burned so much recently by these rookies. Jamin Davis. 
you know, Kenneth Murray, Zayvon Collins, Isaiah Simmons, Devin like Bush. Yeah. I Good mean, gosh. it's hard to predict. It's hard to predict. It's, it's not only hard to predict their, you know, their talent and their skill. I know we talked about this with Mike Wollert and Wollert's better at this than I am, but it's also impossible to know how these guys, not better than Adam, but it's, it's also impossible to know like how they're going to be used. You know, Adam talked about that a couple pods ago. Like, stop asking us how they're going to use Micah Parsons. I'm not going to, so quit asking. <laughs> that was awesome. It gets gosh. madder every time, I feel like. It was awesome. He's got gosh. a lot of anger in him. Yes. A lot of, a lot of, like Will Smith. Yeah. What's your nuke uh, temperature right now? You're a nuke guy. Yeah, I love nuke. Helped me bring home a, a ring in the XFFL. Big DeAndre Hopkins fan. Uh, but this is a good time to sell. I mm-hmm. Because not only is he reaching that age 30 cliff, I don't know that Kyler Murray is there next season. I think he could be the Russell Wilson domino. I just, the, the, they're probably will get a deal done and this will be a moot point, but there's some, there's some friction there. There could also be a new coaching staff. I'm I know they just extended those guys, but couldn't you see the Cardinals bottoming out going like six and 11 and firing their head coach? I could, I don't think if you asked a single Cardinals fan, They'd be like, yes, Cliff is a, a great coach. We're like so yeah. pumped up to have this dude. Just extended him though, right? They did, him but GM both. I don't know if this is uh, this playoff team suddenly bottoms out, finishes last in that division. We'll see, dude. In a tweet, I'll never forget. You know, one of our best friends of the show, old uh, Kyle with the fantasy footballers, Andy. A couple years ago, I think it was at the end of last year. Um, one of the tweets I remember him uh, sending out there was fire. With Kingsbury. Yep. Um, and that was kind of a real thing that was being talked That's about. That's what I'm saying. Um, Cardinals I, fans are not thrilled with Cliff. They, they think that he holds that team back offensively. Is it true? This can't be true about what Kyler said about Kyle. No, um, that was not true. Okay. okay. <laughs> that was like a darn chef. Well, y'all know the depths of Twitter more than I do, but, uh, he literally said, get me some help. You bald ass head or something. <laughs> stop drafting linebackers. Yeah, stop yeah. drafting yeah. linebackers. Yeah. A little Aaron Rodgers jr. Over there. Yeah. Fantasy Gazette. That's a good account. There you go. Doesn't At- it seem like before we go to Addy, doesn't it seem like there's a lot of teams in the NFL right now that have a lot of like first round picks. Like they yes. can make a pretty like, I think I was listening to the athletic football show. I think they said there are three teams that have multiple picks in the top 10 next year. Wow. Mm. Or like projected top 10 picks, uh, like multiple first rounders. Dude. And I, um, I know we've already talked about it off mic, but this 23 class is going to be fun. I think the quarter, unlike this season where we're probably not going to see the quarterbacks go at the top. I think you're going to have Stroud and Bryce young as the one and two next year in some order. And that's what helps push a lot of these players at, you know, to the two Oh five, you know, 2020, I drafted Michael Pittman at the two Oh seven. I think Um, I even remember on that pod, I had talked about at the 107, I took Justin Jefferson, but I had thought about taking Michael Pittman because I thought he was such a talented dude. And then he got compartment leg syndrome and I kicked him to the curb as fast as I could because that worried me. That's right. Um, Didn't he have that for a minute or was that Lockett? Lockett had it too, I think. I don't remember. Either way. It uh, could have been both. Speaking of though, someone that I want on all my teams, Pittman. Yeah. I'm going to be targeting him in a lot of drafts. I mean, they it was uh, Warren Sharp, I think, put out the Colts wide receiver targets tweet today. It was like Michael Pittman, 100-something. Ashton Doolin was second with 22. Yeah, and then you get to the upgrade though with Matt Ryan. Yeah, exactly. Nice. I mean, this is a great buy-low opportunity on Pittman because I do think we'll go 
wide receiver. If I was a betting man, I think the Colts go wide receiver at 42 or whatever pick they have 47. They're somewhere in those in the forties in the second round. Mm -hmm. I think that's a primo landing spot for a wide receiver. Johan Dotson, Christian Watson, um, Pickens could be there. Yeah. Um, this, this wide receiver class is like stupid deep. Are you buying the whole, like, uh, Cooper Cup and Stafford thing with uh, Ryan. They're getting Ryan and Pittman are getting coffee every morning. And oh like, wow! Have you heard that? Kind of. I like it. Cooper I thought Cup you were going to say, are they going to bring in Julio Jones nah. um, for for a reunion? I wouldn't mind that they as should. well. Julio I think we're going to add a free agent, and I think yeah, he's we're going to draft there, somebody. Right? That's yeah, that's crazy. And we need a tight end as well. Unless Mo I mean, Alley. we got Moali. She gets you out there, but. <laughs> mm. Mm-mm-mm. I'm gonna have to cancel. Hey, you. did we? Uh, do you finish your trades? I got some to get to. Yes, that's Let a chip. Hit us with your. Uh, who'd you get? All right. Um, is that yours? Huh? Original. Let a rip. Hater chip. Oh yeah. Oh gee. Here's uh, what I say to that. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> all right. So me and Macri made a literally all these trades. That's mm. uh, that's y'all wild. made some that's trade weird. That is all these are me and Macri. We're Mac. doing an audit of that. Yep. Uh, yeah, what's going on there? No, don't look into it. You smell something, Bobby? Yeah, you have the over. It smells uh, like collusion. You have the umbrella, the Slack. You can get in their DMs, right? Yeah, I can see anyone's on. Slack messages. That's what I thought. All right, so uh, in Unreal Tournament, I traded away Max Crosby. He's he's in love with the boy Max, Triple right. X Max. I'm telling you, that's going to be his first pick in, that the, is, uh, in the All-22 League. That is, uh, quote, his guy, right? Yep. Surprised he didn't name his kid Max Macri. Oh, dude. Oh, man. That's pretty good. Massive mistake, John. That's kind of messed up. If you <laughs> say you love Max like you really do, still got a chance. Max, still got a chance. Max Owusu Koromoa Macri. <laughs> you see his birth certificate and like <laughs> his, his cross miles out. is yeah. like really rubbed out. <laughs> he does the triple X just as a nod to the IDP show. <laughs> All right. But I, I had, I'm pretty deep in here at defensive line. Uh, so I sent Max Crosby for. Juju Smith Schuster. Love that. Was this pre or post? This Chiefs. was after the Chiefs trade. Yep. Wait, I think who, that's a fair price to pay for Juju. Who'd you send? Max. Max Crosby. Who are your oh, other nice, DNs though? Nice. Uh, let's pull it up. I, I know I have Randy Gregory. This is unreal. You said. Yes. This okay. is. Uh, while, while he's pulling it up, what's a perfect year for Juju? How many receptions? How many yards? Hmm. I mean, I think I always my mind always goes touchdowns first sure. for you know. Wide receivers, I think I'd be disappointed if you got less than double digit touchdowns. Oh, wow. I, I mean, 10 touchdown season in a 17. I mean, yeah, you think that offense, season? you would hope so. I'm seeing like, I'm going to be happy if we're, if we're looking at 80 catches for 1,100 yards and seven to eight touchdowns. That's yeah, I think more. that's realistic. I think the ceiling is. That's what you're hoping for. That's almost. If Mahomes throws, what, 40 touchdowns, how do those kind of get distributed, right? Like, yeah. if Juju 30 is. 30 are the, going to Kelsey, and then you're going to have, yeah. who, you know, who gets the scraps. Well, then while we're talking about, you know, Kyle scraps. B with the vacated, you know, tackles and stuff, you vacated think about snaps. vacated, well, vacated snaps, well, <laughs> and also tackles. But you think about, like, uh, Tyreek's gone. I don't know what he had last year. Um, Miko's still there, but then Byron Pringle's gone, and then uh, Rock Hands, uh, Demarcus Robinson, he's gone, gone too. As yeah. well. So somebody's gonna have to catch the ball. They gotta bring maybe who? That's where Julio should truly go, dude. Yep. That would be sick. I'm with you, Eddie. On oh, you know the perfect the perfect one there is Odell. You don't need him right away. Mm-hmm. Let him sit. Bring him in like November. Give him fresh legs for the playoffs. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah. Let that fly. Yeah. If you need a receiver, man, and you're a contender, I mean, that's pretty good. I saw a fun stat about Mahomes, like with and without Tyreek, like the games where Tyreek didn't play. And everybody's like, oh, I'm worried. And it's like, Mahomes is still pretty dirty. Like, even when he's throwing to like hard hands and like Miko, like, he'll be fine. He's going to be all right. Juju should be fun, though. It makes me want to fade Kelsey a little bit. I know all these Kelsey guys are like, oh, Tyreek's gone. But it's like, man, Juju doesn't play that Tyreek role. Like, Tyreek's going to be in the – or Juju's going to be in the middle of the field. Yeah. I don't know. I think this might be the year that Kelsey kind of – This is going to be a weird permutation of this team. Yeah. it be strange. All right, Addy. The reason, the reason why I felt comfortable sending him off, I have Daniel Hunter, Randy Gregory, mm. Cameron Hayward, uh, Charles Harris. And it's D-line. And it's D-line. Yeah. yeah. That's um, beautiful. Gregory's in uh, Denver now. Yes. Uh, so yeah, that was like that it. was a fun trade. The other one we we linked up on. Uh, I so in this league, uh, this is RSO. This is uh, cap league, of course. I got into a bad situation with Odell Beckham mm-hmm. and his cap number. It was bad like, situation with Odell Beckham. And given this pod's <laughs> history, I'm wondering what's happening in this room, yeah. in this locker room. Yeah. He uh, he did some things. Yeah, it's appropriate. He was with the Browns. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> no, but he was he was very expensive. So he, I think he was. I think he's the 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 highest the paid player highest in paid our player in yeah. our history. Right. This was he was someone that I drafted from the original startup. Was he? You high? extended him, right? I extended him. Yep. He was. It was like a four year. $160 million contract I gave him. Cause he was close to 40 this year, right? His cap number was like almost 40 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So again, that's, this is, you know, the, the cap in the league is what? 208 million, 208 million. Yeah. So this dude was almost a quarter of my cap. Not great, Bob, not, not even great. on a team coming off ACL, even throwing him on IR, you're still biting 20 not, mil. Can't have it. Dude. So I had to send him, I had to get rid of him. So to do that, uh, it was like basically the, the Brock Osweiler deal. I was going to say, this is the Osweiler yeah. deal. You're just paying a pick to have someone eat the salary. I paid a 2024 first, which is pretty steep. But again, I'm getting off of 40 million in cap. Mm. Uh, I've got, I've got guys I've got to extend, um, or, you know, I need to have a, a chance at extending them. Um, and it just, you, you got to have cap, you, you know, you need it to, uh, you just need it. You, you always need cap in that You don't want to be the Falcons where you literally have like 24 players on your roster yep. and you're got about $600,000 in cap space. And there's still some, we have a free agent auction coming up. So there's still some talent in that, in that, uh, in that pool. So I can still get some, I can still get somebody. I mean, I, I can be a player and still you could go get Odell these. back. Cause I did, could get it. Uh, did John cut him or just IR him? So he's gonna, he's gonna IR him. Cause when okay. you, when you IR in there, that frees up their salary, mm-hmm. but either way, um, I could go get him back if I wanted to. There's like digs out there, Christian Kirk out there. So, I mean, mm-hmm. we can, we have money to go get guys now. And know, here's the thing. Still get assets. You know, Bobo, as you know, very well, you can go get those picks back. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Picks it's 2024. Are, we got a couple years. I can go I can go uh acquire some players, acquire some assets and then flip those guys for picks. That's right. That's picks, how it works. Picks don't get you points. Is what I, you know, the way I think about it. If somebody's coming with something that's a decent offer for a first a little different, but second, thirds, fourths, fifths, when you make a bunch of trades, don't even worry. I don't even worry about like what did I have picks wise when I started because I don't know. It all comes down to wash. I mean, you can hit on some of these guys. Like, you know, I love Lauren. Maybe the best pick in the XFL history is Darius Leonard in the fourth. 
I think he was a third. Okay. I think he was like the 308 or the 306. Either way, those things are still pretty rare. Um, Addy, if, okay, two things. A, Odell needs to stay in LA because LA, I mean, I know he's not going to start the year, but outside of A, Van Jefferson's not good, but B, outside of uh, Cup and Allen Robinson, they don't have anybody. Um, Tutu Atwell, sorry, Josh. Uh, maybe, maybe he works out. Maybe he doesn't. But then they started Ben Skoranek in the Super Bowl. People forget about that. And then the other thing is, if he hadn't gotten hurt, would you have played him on your team or cap wise? He was just too much. Nah, still would have had to still would have probably put him on IR. But what would he have done if he hadn't got hurt? Let's just project. I think you're IR on him regardless, right? No, but let's yeah, not, yeah. Let's not yeah. say that. Let's take let's. But let's, either way, who cares? Let's say he's in sleeper and he's yeah. not a cap whatever. And he hasn't torn his ACL. He came off. He was healthy. What type of, what type of full year? Are we he stays in, he stays in LA. Stays what in LA. could he have done? I think he would have been a thousand yard receiver. Even with Robinson and cup there. Yep. Dude. Absolutely. I don't know. Well, I mean, he's going to have, he's the he would have, banana. he would, no, he wouldn't have, he would have had, if he would have been healthy, he would have had more rapport than Allen Robinson. He's better than Allen Robinson too. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, now he tore his ACL, so it's all it's all doesn't matter. Shout out Dynasty Sneeko, but he kind of thinks that people are going to realize Allen Robinson kind of took a step back last year. Like he doesn't have kind of what he what he I had. Think yeah. he, I think he took a step back because he was just like, man, screw this. Like this team sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, it's maybe. been a long. It's he's it's been a career full of that. A, yeah. a career full of just being let down and having to play with bad I'm, quarterbacks. I'm really interested to see now what does he look like with yep. the best quarterback he's ever played with. Hard to that's, that's the same thing with Odell. Everyone's like Odell. Odell sucks. No, dude, he just was in a yes. really bad situation. I, yeah. If he had not torn up his knee and was back in LA, yes, he's second banana behind Cup. Mm-hmm. Dude. But yeah, coming off the ACL, if he comes back now, yeah, he's like a late season addition. You know, catch a couple touchdowns, start him in your flag. Exactly how it yeah. was this year. Exactly. You know, yeah. dude, think about how many targets Cup's going to have this year. I know. It's going to be insane. They have no one. They don't have anybody to catch the ball. Is he? A, he's an. He's an easy sell, right? I mean, wait. So you saying it may be two two season? No, it's not gonna be two. I, I mean, mean maybe. I mean, maybe. For, I mean, for dynasty. I mean, obviously, Cup is gonna still have another. He's gonna be elite this year. Yeah, but I mean, he's getting up there in age. I do love the way you know he's he's gonna age. He's gonna be able to be productive until he's thirty three, thirty four. So supposedly, but he's worth a ton right now. He is worth a ton, and I guess it just depends on what type of team you are. I mean, if I can go and get Cup right now, I'm going to get. If him. you're a contender, right, you gotta. You got two years. Two, what are you trading for him? Two first? Oh, man, that's tough. Probably not 23 first. Probably at 24 first. At two 24 first, sure. I don't care. I don't that, think anybody's taking that. That's two yeah. years from now. Give it a couple, couple 22 first, yeah. You don't think anybody's taking 24 first for a cup? No. If you had like a throw in. You're going like, to have to give a little something now. Yeah, you're going to have to give a 2022, probably two 22 to Two twenty-two first. God, that is really tough. A couple twenty-two first. How about that? So supposed it. Supposedly he has a uh, some place up in uh, Washington where he teaches and like studies how to like avoid injury, like in the in wide receiving, like how to fall, mm. how to take tackles. Have y'all heard anything about? I that? believe it. I mean, after hearing him talk and yeah. Yeah, it's probably like a, something like parkour. I mean, that's <laughs> essentially what parkour is. Uh, yeah, it's learning how to fall right and not kill yourself. Sure. So he's doing the opposite of what Aaron Donald is. Aaron Donald famously like doing mm-hmm. knife fights. And quarterbacks do that stuff too, like you know, to to know how to take a fall when they're getting sacked and stuff. The most embarrassing stuff with Cup last year was when he would just haul in a sixty yarder and then pick up the DB. Like, hey, bro, I got you. I know I just yeah. like flossed you out here. That was sort of like. 
Luck always saying like good hit, good hit when yeah. he would get just good like, yeah, good hit. Phil Rivers out there. What the heck, man? Yeah. <laughs> Miss Philly Ribs. I'm excited though. The uh yeah, have we talked this much? Have we talked Matt Ryan very much? I don't think we have. Not a lot, but yeah, I mean, it's obviously an upgrade over Wentz. And I mean, gotta love uh Ballard finesse that situation pretty well, mm-hmm. turning Carson Wentz into two third round picks, one of which can become, I think, a second. Carson Wentz is making so much money next year. And it's and it's uh all the stories coming out like Washington was bidding against no one. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to give up literally anything because Wentz was going to be cut by March 19th, but they paid a premium basically to just ensure that they got him, even though probably nobody would have been after him. They could have signed him for nothing. How much do you think the week before the whole Wentz deal, there was that uh, quote unquote offer from Washington to uh, to get Russell Wilson and there was supposedly like multiple first. Yeah. How much of that do you think was Russ being like, nah, we ain't yeah, playing in Washington. I'm not going to Washington. 100%. Are you kidding me? Had yeah. to be, right? No. No way. That team and that team's not as, you know, ready to go as the Broncos are. So I think that was the panic move. The commanders were like, we gotta get somebody. Yeah. Let's just go get wins. But for Reich to be able to get multiple picks and have them take on his full salary and then turn around and wait it out and land Matt Ryan basically for nothing. I mean, mm-hmm. I think for the third round pick they got in the win still. Yeah. That's a finesse. I almost feel bad. <laughs> you know, you feel bad. It's like when you just, you just fleece someone in a trade. Yeah, you feel if a it little, was a anyone little bad. but yeah. Washington. Yeah. Who you're like, dang, we didn't talk about dumb. this. They're dumb. This was, oh, I well, think, <laughs> yeah. Well, Oh, Moving on. Good luck, Commanders. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what about that? Also, I think about that picture they released of Carson Wentz in that oh, that, no. that, that jacket. Letterman jacket, and just oh. looking like the biggest goober of all time. He like, looks like the uh, the guy coming back to your high school reunion in his old Letterman jacket. No, yeah. my tweet was the best. The one with him in the, in the yellow jacket that his wife like found or something from something he'd wore. And uh, I think I quote tweeted it. This is the closest Carson Wentz will ever get to the Hall of Fame. Like it looked like a Hall of Fame jacket. (laughs) That is true. That is absolutely true. Hey, what about uh, how are we valuing uh, Judy and Sutton and Tim Patrick this year? Oh, yeah. Will's up. You think so? Yeah, for sure. There was a story today that making Russell Wilson comfortable is a huge priority. Mm. That's... I think bodes well for what they want to do on offense. I'm really, cool. I'm really interested to see how he's, you know, they let him finally sling it, let mm-hmm. him cook. And we've yeah. never really seen him, you know, unleashed in an offense. No finger injury, fully recovered, new set of weapons. Uh, mm-hmm. I did want to bring up though, with the Washington commanders, just real quick. Did y'all see this? I think it was a news dump, uh, maybe a couple Fridays ago that Daniel Schneider was basically skimming money off the top from like ticket revenue. Oh yeah. There was like two separate books or something apparently. Yeah. So <laughs> Snyder's about to, uh, about to be run out of town. Yeah. There's not so. much that you can do to get basically the boot as an NFL owner, but I think we may finally be getting that weasel out of there. It's time. It's time. It's way past time. He put up this on top of everything else. And the, the name prior stayed for so long and he was like, no, I'm not changing it. Yeah. Why? What are you? Why are we putting up a fight? And the whole sexual, you know, harassment allegations and that whole thing. He's he's basically away from the team. Goodell has said like you are not allowed to have anything to do with this team right now. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. Good riddance. I think there's some suspensions coming. I think AK could be in a little trouble. July fourth. That's typically when they drop. They do the news Mm. dump. (laughs) 
Good call, Josh. Right before the holiday bombs. weekend. Yeah. I love that. I, th- I love that. I think Dalvin Cook could I maybe said. see if Dalvin could see a little trouble. Maybe. Oh, not Dalvin. Not Dalvin. Okay. Hey. But uh, to quote the late great uh, Connie on uh, Daniel Snyder, and I gotta say that dude stinks, baby. All right, one last trade. There's boy. another trade. I thought we were moving on. <laughs> Hit me with that last trade, Addy. All right, yeah, this is mine and Macri's uh, final trade. God, y'all did another one. This was yeah, all three of them were, were me and Mac. We're uh, we're I don't know. I don't know what's going on between us, man. Yeah, Something's seriously. going on. Should we moving together, Mac? I don't know, dude. <laughs> And he moves um, to Canada. We have to remote him in for every episode. Nah. All right. Irv Smith. I, I send off my boy, Swerving Irvin, Justin Herbert, and a 2024 second for Rashad Bateman and a 2023. I remember now. This was this the, was steep. This was the big one. This was steep. This was probably, I'd say, most people would say, wow, Adam, you're paying a lot here. So give them the give them the uh, the background. You also have quarterback. I have Trey Lance, and you're a big Lance guy. Big Lance guy. We're about to see. We're we're about to see it. We're about to see why I'm a big Trey Lance guy. Also have Kirk Cousins back in Trey Lance up. Sure. Who is awesome for fantasy? He's a top ten option for fantasy. Let's uh let's go ahead and bring Josh in on this one. The uh, the Hollywood Brown owner. So Hollywood Bateman. I like them both. Yeah, I like them both. Like I, you y'all, know, y'all are both Lamar guys. I'm a Lamar guy. I'm. I've always been in the camp that Lamar can pass. He can be fine for uh, his receivers for fantasy. Yep. Um, or his, his receivers can be fine. For Hollywood fantasy. was like wide receiver one the first few weeks of the season. He last was year. great. He, he was, was really good. Up. He was awesome. Let me also give you this little snippet as well. Um, then he got hurt, right? He Rashad missed. Bateman was hurt to start the year. He, yeah. had ab, he had an ab injury, which those things linger. It was like a core injury. Don't forget last year, Mark Andrews had 107 receptions, 1,300 yards, and nine touchdowns. In RSO, he had 312 points. The next closest was 264, Travis Kelsey. Wow. With Lamar? Yeah. And uh, like it was, with that Mark no, Andrews. Mark Andrews. Oh, Mark Andrews was absurd, absurd last year. Yeah. Is Andrews a good sell? I mean, coming off that kind of season, yeah, yeah, just fade that ridiculous finish. No, hold it. Yeah, he's twenty five. Tight ends, you kind of Lamar loves them. Yeah, and they they're both going to be locked up there forever. I understand what you're saying. It is. I mean, if you somebody came with something monumental, the other the other situation of t- selling a tight end is there needs to be somebody else involved, young that's up and coming. Like you're probably not moving a Kyle Pitts for him, but there better be like a T.J. Hawkinson or. I don't know. Something else with some picks. Yeah. Tight ends yeah. It depends tough. on the trade. I mean, I'm not just sure. giving them away for like future picks, but when is, uh, when is Baltimore going to pay Lamar? That's been it's the coming big, up. yeah, that's been the big news story. The owner is like Steve, uh, Steve Biscotti was like, basically, I think it's Biscotti. I think Biscotti's the cookie. Mm. Steve Biscotti. Like, we are trying our best to resign and extend Lamar Jackson, and it's a one-way communication right now. There's been a lot of rumblings that Lamar Jackson is going to go the Kirk Cousins route. Mm. Two franchise tags, hit the open market, make about a billion dollars. Wow. So that's just the rumblings, Um, but I would not be surprised. I think that's a good way to use your leverage as a quarterback. Now, it's a gamble, especially as a running quarterback. I know, yeah, that's the thing. You almost would like, I'd prefer long-term for Lamar. I'd probably want to get, like, you know, a five-, six-year deal with a lot of guaranteed money. But mm-hmm. I think it was Warren Sharp had this tweet as well. Like, Kirk Cousins has, for seven straight years, had his full contract, or maybe it was f- maybe four years, five years. It was a significant number of seasons in a row 
he had had his salary fully guaranteed. Oh yeah, it's worked out good for him. He's like he's, he's played it. He's in the business hall of fame when it comes yeah, to the NFL. He's the everything goes right example. Yep. You know, but, but there's could you know there's there is still risk there. There's the flip side. Yep. I, I think they'll get a deal done, but just just something to keep an eye out. As far as back to that trade, it is tough. I mean, it's a lot. I mean, Herbert's a baller. He's going to be a top five dynasty quarterback for, I mean, it's a one quarterback league. I guess I, I don't yeah. know if I've mentioned that, but you're putting a lot of faith in Bateman, but Bateman, I like Bateman a lot. Bateman could be a freak. Yeah. And if, you know, and his game is going to work well with Lamar. I mean, Lamar can sling it, but I think Lamar is actually really good with those, you know, short intermediate passes. And uh, that's kind of where Bateman, he's like a, He's like he's a Keenan Allen yeah. type, type receiver, Shaw Bateman. And Macri was kind of smitten with Bateman, Bateman last year. Um, oh, I'll, I'll, yeah. I don't know that he overdrafted him, but you know that needs to be said that that Macri, you know, yeah, he, he likes Bateman also. It was a yeah, like a yeah, one oh eight, one oh nine range. Mm-hmm. I think he took him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, it was hard to. I mean, yeah, I had to pay up for him. I mean, I, I think if you probably yeah, yeah. plug that in calculators, I I probably lose. But again, I had the depth at quarterback. Um, I wanted to get younger receiver. Bateman's you kind had, of a guy that I still feel like people, you know, yeah. the market may be a little behind. Maybe oh, it definitely is. Yeah. The, the the move though was now sleep deprived. You got mm-hmm. this little sweet spot of a window before mm-hmm. your second baby arrives. Probably could His have saved, is here. Probably could have saved a second. Yeah. I didn't sure. think that through. Yeah. Sent yeah. over like a, a subpar offer, like mm-hmm. real late at night. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. I know you're up feeding the baby anyway. Just wanted to send you this trade. Right. Yeah. He's going to be so happy with the baby. He's not going to be thinking. Yeah. He's going on 45 minutes of sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. He accidentally touches except, and I'm like, sorry, John, I do can't reverse it. I get really freaky about that. Like, Oh God, dude, every time I go to hit the decline button, I like make double sure I'm pushing the right one. Do you on the app? Yeah, like on the on my phone. Always always hit the one above. You know, on the RSO app, you ever notice like to they need to fix that. We'll we'll talk to you, RSO. (laughs) I just get real worried because I'm always afraid the website page is going to shift. Oh yeah, like scroll go down and I'm going to hit the wrong button. Yeah, Mm. it's a scary. Those are always yeah, get a little sweaty. Nerve wracking. Accepting or declining those trades. Yeah, I offered Josh a little trade. He definitely hit the decline button on it. Let's talk about who'd you not get. He's a tough one to deal with. Yeah, Yeah, tough. My team's just in a weird place in that league. I'm not quite sure how I want to play that one yet. Mm. We'll see. Mm, we shall see. like uh, what everyone says for they throw it into a rebuild. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking, can Cal B handle another team? Oh, man. Who has commish in that commish privileges? In that <laughs> oh, you're going to get out altogether. Yeah, just altogether. <laughs> just boot. Just going to just get into Just some, stop playing. Yeah. Well, just going to get into blockchain <laughs> and nuke the cryptocurrency. <laughs> That's a great choice. Yeah. Absolutely. Another great choice is to do a mock draft with the IDP show. We had one that we talked about an episode or two back, and now we've got another one. So this first one, I like how you labeled these, Addy. Pre-free agency mock draft, Mm -hmm. post-free agency mock draft. And uh, we got the website or the uh, spreadsheet pulled up. Y'all did it through Sleeper. Yeah, we're going to also link this on the site. We need to put this out there for folks. Will you pull up the actual draft board so we can give some love to our drafters? It was some of the same folks. Uh, But I will say, Bobo, right off the top here, 
the IDPs went about the same place that they went in the pre-free agency draft, but we did see Aaron Donald jump up to that 101 hmm. of IDP. Who could that be? Hey, you that, know I don't know who, who these that. picks are. Was that you, Bobo? You know who did that. That was your boy, IDP, Bob. Miles Garrett was the 603, D-Lyman one in the previous one. Aaron Donald, D-Lyman one, 512. Yeah. So just a little bit different. You know, these mocks are mocks for a reason. Just try stuff out, see what you like, see what you don't like. I did want AD to be the uh, uh, first drafted defensive end off the board. I went I went weird with that draft. We're not, not like we're going to run all these down, but I went Cup and Lamb with my first two picks, then Kelsey and Kittle, then Donald and Garrett. So what you're doing um, there, Bob? Trying something up a little. Oh, little, so you went little, Donald and Garrett back to back there. Donald 5, 12, was the five. He started. He started the. the uh, that was the first IDPs taken, yep. and that was uh, a little different than most of the drafters. You know, we got a lot of people like Adam that were kind of trying to hold out and see who. This could was be the, the one last. where your strategy got blown up. Didn't yeah, it? there were like four or five people doing the same thing. But in a typical draft, you know, shout out to my boy J Ball for uh, for jumping in, doing a mock with us. You know, and. and I kind of had to drag him in because he's like, man, I don't really know a whole lot about IDP. It's kind of like perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. It would be great to kind of analyze somebody who doesn't do a whole lot of IDP drafts. Um, but he that was his first question is, when do I start looking at defensive ends or linebackers? He inherently knew to to not overdraft defensive backs. But, um, yeah, I mean, you can make a case for if you want to be the person that just locks and loads at the end, sure, Sixth round is where they're going to start going at. If you want to be a guy who's got a big old set and just wait till the tenth, did he just compliment your nut size? Yes, sir. Get Everyone in. knows it. <laughs> Get in Adam's DMs and he'll tell you about it. Yes, sir. Nuts specifically. Mm-hmm. I will say the other thing that jumps out to me here about this draft is that Rashawn Gary, the guy that we said probably went a little high mm-hmm. for the pre-free agency mock draft. When he was DL five and the seventh overall IDP taken, he fell all the way down, not super far, mm-hmm. but to the DL twelve, the nineteenth overall IDP off the board. So I think that's just proper form. I think yes, he just got he just right. got overdrafted yep. a little bit in the first one, which is fine. So I, I'm 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 glad to see people excited about him, mm-hmm. um, and he should be. I mean, but yeah, I think you know DL ten to twelve. That's that's more where you want to take take a guy like that. Um, let's give some love. Who were the yeah, folks yeah, yeah, in the, uh, in the draft with real this quick. Here. So yeah, this was uh, Joey the Tooth. Join us again for this one. Uh, our boy Evan Rhonda. Um, I'm not sure who Ashton is. Does anyone, any of you guys know mm-hmm. who that is? Um, shout out Ashton. A happy to have Evans, Ashton, I think. Yeah, happy to have Ashton in the draft. Johnny the Greek. Uh, our boy PFF Macri. Uh, Turner Sykes. Uh, uh, Kyle uh, Belly Fuel. Uh, Boo Bam. Jordan Ball, uh, Z Mags, and Bob and your boy. Mm-hmm. That's a motley crew right there. It's a good group. It's a good group. Yeah, everyone in here knew their stuff. Um, and even the ones that may have been a little new, I think they they were getting some nice assists from some of the other drafts. I was going to say, Bobo, what did you think of J Ball's performance here? Yeah, man. New so to IDP. Let's pull up J Ball. He went uh, Derrick Henry, Debo, then Mahomes at three, which I love grabbing Mahomes after Josh Allen. Uh, Terry McLaurin, Aaron Jones, uh, Michael Carter, and then he starts the IDP run. I'm he, curious who his first IDP was. Did he go linebacker first? He went defensive line. Ooh. Very much John Macri style. He went Max Crosby. Max Crosby. Oh okay, God. so he took the DL8 
and the 12th overall IDP off the board. Good choice by your boy. Absolutely. Then comes back DeForest Buckner in the ninth, Zayvon Collins, Xavier McKinney, um, and then goes Buda Baker uh, to kind of start his draft off. Okay. Jordan knows what's up. He knows good players. And the the sneaky one there, too, is Xavier McKinney. Um, You know, most new IDP players are not going to – you know, you're going to do the whole, like, let's look back at 2021 production. Xavier McKinney's not going to be up there super high. Um, but talk to my boy Dynasty Sneeko a little bit today about Xavier McKinney. And if you think about, um, you know, I know Logan Ryan's still there, um, but now Jabril Peppers is gone to New England. Um, Xavier McKinney kind of started coming on late in the year. And keep this in mind, I'm hearing this as well. They don't play the same position, mm-hmm. but... James Bradbury is a very mm-hmm. likely restructure or cut candidate. My dude is owed $21.8 million against the cap this year. Wow. And well, second highest paid player. That's nice. And while I'm thinking of it, if you're looking uh, for someone to maybe take a step up in value, uh, Julian Love. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a guy that's very versatile. He should have a much Especially bigger Especially if Bradbury gets the boot, which I fully expect him to be off this roster before the draft. Mm-hmm. So should be a nice little bump in value there for the, the DBs that are left on the giant step chart. Who you like Josh for the first, uh, let's go for the first like 20 ish IDP picks of either round. Any of these that stand out to you as somebody that you really like, I'll I'll start this off. I disagree a little bit with Rashawn Gary post free agency. I think Rashawn Gary needs to be a little bit higher. I'm not so sure that I don't want Rashawn Gary more than Fred Warner Jordan Brooks is still pretty I mean, tough. I want more than Montez Sweat. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I think you have a – I'm probably taking – man, that's really tough because I'm looking at Daniil Hunter. That's going to be – About the break. We, we haven't done – we're not – we haven't looked at flag plants yet, but, man, Daniil Hunter 2022 just feels like DN1, overall DN1 season incoming for wow. Daniil Hunter. Wow. I'm just – I'm all in. Um so, yeah, I think that's about the cutoff point for me. I we, think you could knock him up like one spot. Were you happy to see your boy Devin White that high? LB4 post-free agency and then LB4, wow, pre-free agency. That's right. I mean, that's the top four That's for the me. order, yeah. Yep. Okay. Micah Parsons, Darius Slinner, Roquan Smith, Devin White. That's now, exactly how I would have it. Although, when does Jordan Brooks start creeping up into that? I mean, Can he should be. It? Don't you think that maybe someone's going to start? It's going to happen. Him at four instead of. You know, I think I was so. going to say who was LB five here. Uh, it was actually, I think it was like it was Jordan Brooks. It yeah. was Brooks. That's typically how you see it. Usually yeah. it's those top four and then it's Jordan Brooks. I mean, he was LB what three last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So it's like, now that Bobby would Wagner's be, gone. Yeah. yeah. Bobby Wagner's gone. Oh Devin White still has Levante there. I mean, is he, you could make as, as strong a case as anyone for Jordan Brooks being the LB one overall next season. Yeah, oh, not absolutely. for dynasty. I'm just saying finish. Oh yeah, uh, that would be probably the betting odds favorite because weirdly enough, the Seahawks have played more defensive snaps than any other team mm-hmm. for like several years now. Mm-hmm. That stat typically does not translate one year to the next, but this one for the Seahawks has for some reason. Mm-hmm. So does that change now with Drew Locke or you know Malik Willis or whoever it is? Either they way, have a he's quarterback. Gonna, he's going to rack up a ton. Of He's going to play it. He's locked and loaded, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The Devin White stuff is interesting. Devin White was kind of just depending on your scoring was probably LB 10 to 15 range last year. Um, He's just not getting the, the tackle numbers that the other guys are getting like, you know, the Leonard and Roquan, those guys are having like 10 plus tackle games 
frequently. White had 87 solos last year and 41 assists. Still great. Sure. I will say the thing we've talked about a lot this offseason is like the cliff for DND line. Mm-hmm. I think it comes right around like DL 16, Marcus Davenport, DL 15, Harold Landry, like right around that tier is where I started to go. I don't know about that. Cause then you have, yeah. cause you have Rashawn Gary, Jalen Phillips, DeForest Buckner, feeling good, mm-hmm. feeling great. Then you get into, I will say that's the line of demarcation for me of like, those are DL twos for your roster. Mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable with Landry or Davenport as my DL one. Even linebacker kind of gets to that point to where it's like, you know, Jordan Brooks, Fred Warner, Zaven Collins, then JOK. I, I think, yeah, I think linebacker is pretty gross. Yeah. Honestly, like where I, does it, where does it hit the wall for you all? Because you have like Blake Martinez at LB 17. I mean, he's due like, well, uh, he's only due $7 million. So he's probably going to be on the roster. I like Logan Wilson's pre free agency value a little better. He went LB seven as opposed to post free agency went LB 10. I'm, I'm pegging Logan Wilson closer to the top five than probably, you know, the 15th spot. Yeah. I took him in this one. I was, ha- I'd love that value there. Yeah. Interesting <laughs> stretch here. 13, 14, 15 for linebackers, Devondre Campbell, Deion Jones, Bobby Wagner. Mm-hmm. I think after that is where you start to get into the question marks for me. Cause that's where you have Isaiah Simmons. Mm-hmm. You have Blake Martinez, Shaq Thompson. Those are very clearly to me. Oh yeah. LB twos. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that right there, I think is the line of demarcation where it's like, all right, those top 15, I feel pretty, very good about it. if any of those guys are my LB one, I'm feeling great. How do you feel, Joshy, about let's go back up here to Derwin James. So Derwin James went DB one here um, post free agency in between Daniil Hunter and Montez Sweat. So I guess it's kind of like, you know, you talk about these combined ranks that, that we've done over the years and you talk about as far as mocks and as far as drafts go, where to start bleeding in like IDPs versus your offensive picks. This is kind of another interesting thing to kind of think about is when do you start to take Derwin James? Um, I'm assuming here, I haven't quite seen yet. The DB two is Jeremy Chen. Wow. And then Antoine Winfield is the DB three. So are you okay with Derwin James over sweat, Jordan Brooks, Fred Warner, Rashawn Gary, not over. I'm probably just going to, just going to punt DB. You're saying when you look at these D line and these linebackers and the top 15 or 16 feel pretty good. But after that, you're like, Oh no, I don't know about that. DB. I'm just probably going to wait. I'm going to stock up. So to answer your question, no, I'm not really looking to take a Derwin James as great as he is. And as nice as he would feel having that guy locked into your starting safety spot, I'm not taking him over these top D line LBs. That is the right answer. You know who scored more than Derwin James last year? There's five players, but one of them was really interesting. Jordan Poyer had 217 points in XFFL. Kevin Byard had 203. Harrison Smith had 198. Jalen Thompson had 195. Buda Baker had 195. Derwin James had 195. So yeah. they were all pretty close together. But You can find safeties. Man. And that was Derwin James' first healthy year in a while. Yeah. Yep. He still is going to have that injury risk. Yeah. But you look at these DBs with the same position. Poyer, still same spot. Kevin Byard, still with Tennessee. Harrison Smith, still in Minnesota. Jalen Thompson, Buda Baker, still in Arizona. So 
I think you're right. I mean, Derwin James is super drippy, but as we kind of talked about it earlier on in the episode, if you're looking for muddy stats, then don't draft any of these DBs very high. But you're going to have to if you want Derwin. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You know, do you want to spend an eighth round, ninth round pick in a startup for a defensive back? Because that's what you have to do if you want Derwin The answer is no. Yeah. I think we see it from this mock. And that's what's so helpful when you have this kind of displayed here of like, Mm. ooh, look at the opportunity cost. Because that's what in these startup drafts you have to consider is who are you giving up? It's not just about where you have to pick these guys. It's also about who you give up the right to draft until your next pick comes around. And I'm not comfortable giving up Montez Sweat, Jordan Brooks, the guy we just said has a really good shot to be the LB1 in 2022. Fred Warner, Rashawn Gary, mm-hmm. Jalen Phillips, DeForest Buckner, right about there, I think. Zaven Collins, JOK, Harold Landry, Logan Wilson tier. Yeah. You want to sprinkle in a Derwin there? Okay, fine. Look at this too. This is also really ironic that I'm just kind of coming across this, but look at the top 10 this is safeties in XFFL from last year. Jordan Poyer, vet. Bayard, vet. Harrison Smith, vet. Jalen Thompson's actually been around a while. Buda Baker, vet. Derwin James, vet. Jerron Curse has been around. Uh, Mika Fitzpatrick, vet. Xavier Woods, vet. Logan Ryan, vet. Micah Hyde, vet. Justin Simmons, vet. Then Jeremy Chen, Xavier McKinney, Antoine Winfield. So that's really bizarre to me. That's like your top 10 DBs right there. Yep. The old man's game. Old man's game. Addy, you got highlighted or bolded here. Some of your favorite values looks like in this uh, mock draft. I don't think I really went through and did that like I did in the last one. But I did notice um, our boy Joey the Tooth really likes him some Alex Highsmith this year. So just something to take note of. He's really high on him. I love Alex Highsmith, but uh, just, yeah, I noticed he was drafting him a lot. I noticed uh, Ernest Jones. John drafted him. If you take a look at the board and like, why did he draft Ernest Jones and Bobby Wagner? Oh, both? hours before Bobby Wagner was yeah. signed. Yeah. He took Dang. Ernest Jones hours before that happened. So that's, that sucks. Um, or maybe it's a blessing. I was going to say, Bobo, we didn't Where really go. This kind of fell in between tapings here, but the Bobby Wagner signing, how are you feeling about Irvis, uh, Ernest saving Christmas? How are you feeling about B wags in town? Yeah. Go uh, subscribe to the athletic and read, uh, read my girl. Jordan Rodriguez piece on the Ernest Jones and his usage and how you will never be able to uh, acquire Ernest Jones any cheaper than right now. And, um, you know, it's hard to link the two because they are completely different defenses, but we just got done talking about how two of the top five linebackers last year were Jordan Brooks and Bobby Wagner. Um, why could Ernest Jones That's not be point. in the same type role? Oh, another thing I was wanting to to look at. I mean, so obviously the guys that gain the most value, let's look and see where they were pre-free agency versus post. Mm-hmm. So Khalil Mack, where did we take him in the first one? Um, I remember he was one of your favorite values. He was DL 47 uh, pre-free agency, post-free agency, DL 33. Wow. And the difference here, he was the 110th player IDP picked in the pre and in the post, he was the 76th off the board. Wow. So big jump. There. That's pretty cool. Let's look at uh, Von Miller. Um, Von Miller, he was DL50 mm-hmm. in the post. He was the 122nd overall in the post. And he was the 165th overall DL63. Wow. So jumped up about 40 spots. So, so far, I, I think I said that. I said, I think. We, we liked all the landing spots pretty much for, for the guys. Uh, and I think I was, I was like, yeah, I would expect about 
you know, these guys arise, you know, 10 spots. And so far that's looking about Ooh, the case. I may have the linebacker biggest riser. Mm. Bobby, who do you think it is? Um, it's a, it's a, not as big of a name, but he landed in a linebacker needy oh, situation. Uh, Kaiser white bingo Kaiser white 126th off the board. LB 46 mm. in the pre in the post LB 29. Wow. The 77th overall player drafted. Any, Look. any guesses on defensive back? Ooh, the biggest riser. It's an easy one. Yeah. Justin Reed. Yes. So, oh, duh. Yeah. Justin Reed, DB 40. Taking 143 overall pre post taken 62nd overall DB 13. That's the biggest jump of any player. Probably. Yeah. I mean, was that 27 spots? Cause what you're looking at is yeah. Who, wow. who had the jump after finding that new landing spot? And I don't think there's really anyone that's going to uh, have that kind of jump. I will say I took a pretty muddy player um, in the post and I took um, the LB 46 off the board. I took Drew Tranquil in the 22nd. So if you're looking for the opposite position of the Kaiser White, Kaiser yeah. White has exited. You know, you talk whatever you want to about reader and stuff now, but Drew Tranquil is going to play ball in Los Angeles. Especially with Kenneth, Kenneth Murray now nursing an ankle injury on a Team where the coaching staff really isn't his biggest fan. Yeah, Justin Reed. So 142 to 61. That's yeah. basically an 80 spot jump, like overall. That's amazing. That's so, got to be the biggest winner, right? I think so. Uchenna's on the list. He was DL 55. Yeah. He was DL 40 post. Nice. That's um, a 15 spot jump just Ch- in the DLs. Chandler Jones. Oh, Chandler Jones. I mean, all these guys had to have a Chandler big jump Jones up. was DL 58. Overall 154 pre post. He was DL 34 overall 82. Shoot. So that's a 24 spot jump along yep. the D line. And I think, you know, like we mentioned on the pod, I think we were all kind of reminded, you know, oh yeah, these vets, they're getting paid big time. They're going to still be valuable for another three, four years. And I, I did the same thing. In my ranks, I bumped up all these guys and it looks like uh, that's kind of how drafters are feeling as well. Joshy, um, question for you. So pre-free agency, Kari Willis was the DB 13. Post-free agency, Kari Willis was the DB 18. Um, so not a lot of differentiation there. How I, you think, th- I think part of that might be I'm seeing a lot of chatter about the Colts picking up a safety. Okay. So I think maybe that's influencing it a little bit. How do you feel, though, in that range? You feel like Kari, oh, yeah. even if they bring somebody totally. in? Cause he's a, he's a person it's I a like great it. DB too. It, so, okay. Okay. And he'll go, he'll go somewhere. Even if, you know, even if maybe he, he's, he's out the door in Indy, someone's going to sign him next yeah. year. He's It'll be great, like a Jordan Whitehead yeah. safe, uh, he, situation. He's a great target. If you want to do the punt DB okay. type yeah. of strategy, he's a solid safety. Yes, absolutely. So you're pegging DB too. Yep. I yep. like it. Yep. D- that's a good value there. D yeah. He could have a monster year. Yep. I mean, Gus Bradley could really help him. We, he typically Don't forget, does. Yeah, this is the Jonathan Abram, mm-hmm. you know, the guy that unlocked his IDP value as bad as he was at safety. And I think Kari Willis is a much better NFL safety than Abram was. So, yeah, it could be in for a, a big time Kari Willis season. This one's for you, Addy. So this one's kind of freaky. And maybe you picked both of these um, selections here. But pre-agency, Yeats went. Uh, Eater Gross Matos uh, for the Carolina Panthers, for those who don't know. But DL44 pre and then post, he went 
Um, 41. 41. So yeah. he, he moved up like uh, six overall spots. So nice little slight bump. Yeah, he, I definitely took him in the first one. I didn't get him in the second one. So end of year. We call that the Addy bump for Yeats. Yes. I think somebody listening said, hey, Yeeter Gross Matos. Addy likes him. I'm going to snag him in the next right. mock. That's so right. end of year, you feel pretty confident with Yeats as a DN3? Yeah, I think I feel is is about as good as as good as you have since, you know, roster and this guy. I mean, he ended the year pretty strong. The opportunities opening up for him with Reddick leaving. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it should be, yeah, we should see his best year in year three. Let's, and what you love here is if he is, if he does have DL three potential, you're getting him as the, in the DL four range. Yeah. So you're not having to pay up for this guy. Let's call out a bad pick real quick. And I don't know who made these. I know who made the second one, but um, I'm just going to say I would much rather have. Um, so instead of Kenneth Murray at the LB 38, you could have had in turn Drew Tranquil at the LB 46. You'd rather have Tranquil or Murray at this point. Um, it is a dynasty startup. I mean, probably. St- oh, gosh. Probably still Murray. I don't know. I've got a lot of sunk cost bias going on right now, though. Addy, you're the tranquilizer over there. Um, yeah, I mean, I I, I want tranquil. Just the the price is is very nice. Here's another fun little uh, activity as well. Look at the DB32 Legerius Sneed. That's when uh, if you if you're on sleeper, that's another reason we've talked about it to oblivion, but. Another reason to just punt DB. Those are both Addy. Until until eternity <laughs> Addy comes. Addy specials, baby. But I mean, you look at these late DBs. Legereus Sneed, Tyron Matthew, Adrian Amos, Jordan Darnell Whitehead. Savage. Yeah, Harrison Smith, who we just talked about in RSO, was the safety three. Just went off the board as the DB36. And again, this is a startup. So Logan Ryan, right behind him. Yeah, take that into consideration. What's funny but. is these positions, you talk about when to start bleeding in. This mm-hmm. is another reason. Look here. So in this range you're talking about, you have LB36. This is sequential, like going just down the list of IDPs. LB36, DL36, DL37, DL38, DB17. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing is like, if you, everyone knows this, exactly. Mm-hmm. If you want to punt DB, yeah. it's not like the pantry's going to be bare yeah. when you go to get these guys later on 20 fewer DBs have gone than linebacker and DL at this point. Yeah. Well, freaking said, Joshy, they're on waivers. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But it's, you're probably going to be attacking it at the same time with your league mates. So it's going to yes. be annoying in those late rounds. It will, but, but you have a good list. Get your good IDP list. show.com. You That's know right. what the deal is. Let's hey. read through our teams though. We, we didn't really say who like, yeah, y'all read through your teams real, we'll real put quick a bow on before it. you start, because I'm going to forget this. If I don't say it, we also educated people get their drop ready. Joshy, uh, DB 46, John Johnson. 16. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. I'm, just, it. I'm just glad we could educate. I organized the, the board. I know where everything is. You're now. doing great. Hun. I'm locked in. Go for it. Addy. All right. So this is an Addy special draft right here. Uh, very wide receiver heavy. Uh, I had the second pick, Jamar Chase. Love to see that. Um, JT went first, for those wondering. Uh, so I went Jamar Chase. Uh, 211, I get Jalen Waddell. This was after the Tyreek trade, so his value's gone down a little bit. I don't care. Uh, Elijah Moore, 
at three three oh two. That's I think that got a lot of uh, whispers like, "Ooh, wow, that's a little early." Ah. I don't care. Yeah, shut up. Getting our guys. <laughs> I don't think Addy uh, cares what the reaction. is. I don't probably. care. I don't. I don't care, baby. Uh, Get me in a draft. I'm gonna tear it down. I need, sure. that, I need that on the board too. Sure. That's like Trump, uh-huh. Kevin uh-huh. Costner energy. <laughs> so we get Elijah Moore at 302. Then we get Michael Pittman. Then we get our boy Rashad Bateman. Then we get Juju Smith Schuster. Then we get Hunter Renfro. So this is seven wide receivers in a row. I got people probably a little upset at this point. Everybody's sweating. <laughs> this mock is just in tatters. Addy has thrown a grenade into our strategies. They're like, this guy, this guy is freaking hot. This guy. Is uh, this Sigmund Bloom or is this Adam? <laughs> yeah. So then at 8-11, I go TJ Hawkinson, still not touching the running back. Then I get Trey Lance, 902. Again, my original strategy, I was just going to fade uh, IDP completely, but everyone in the room was doing the same thing. Evan was doing this. Z-Max was doing this. A few other people were doing this. So at this point, I was like, man, I cannot start. I mean, there was just too much value. Mm-hmm. So I go Logan Wilson, Jeremy Chen. Then I get back on some <laughs> offensive guys. Gabriel Davis. That was a funny pick for me. He's like, you know what? I'm going back wide receiver. Screw y'all. Give me Gabe. Give me Gabe and his six touchdowns. Good answer. So yeah, wide receiver eight, y'all. Gabe Davis. And then he wide receiver eight <laughs> is look, Gabe Davis. Then look who he goes. Go at it. Albert O. <laughs> his second tight end. Second tight end. That's right. I had TJ Hawkinson. Then I get Pete Warner. Uh, then we get the running back situation. I was going to say, the only thing that Addy hates more than IDPs in this draft <laughs> yeah. is running back. Sure. Just had to get these over with, like, pulling teeth. Ronald Jones, Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth Hines. Jesus, very that yikes. is gross. <laughs> very yikes. But luckily for me, I am loaded up with baller-ass receivers where I can make a trade. Um, I'm just not going to. I'm not. Listen, everyone in this fake league, blackball Addy. Don't <laughs> trade him a single running back. Make him pay for this. Uh, people. Warner, Ronald Jones, Kenneth Gainwell, Neem Hines, Emmanuel Ogba. This is like going to be my guy, I guess, uh, this year. Just always there for you in the 18th round. A guy that has got uh, nine sacks the last two years. Uh, that's my DL1. Um, then Uchenna, uh Nuosu, Josh Sweat, Cameron Bynum, a guy that I love, Jordan Whitehead, a big fan apparently. Uh, Legereus Sneed, Daryl Taylor, Devin Bush, 2502. Whoa, what a fall Jesus. for Devin Bush. Remember the days of uh, which Devin do you want? Mm. Aziz Alshier, 2611. Put out a tweet about this. Uh, the, the 49ers uh, gave Alshier a second round tender. That's very high. Mm-hmm. So that should t- they, they think a lot of this guy. Um, for some reason, people are just not drafting Alshier, but they're still drafting Dre Greenlaw extremely high. I would be cautious. I, I'm not saying go one, you know, one or the other. I would just probably avoid because I don't I don't know how that's going to shake We out. like Fred, the other two. We'll see. I prefer Al Shear if I've got a pick just because one is yes. like Way you cheaper. can get 20, you know, LBs later. Jay Greenlaw in that draft went LB 33 and you picked Al Shear LB 55. There you go. 22 linebackers later. For a, for a murky situation. Yep. I'm just not confident buy the, in when you're when you have a murky situation, just buy the discount. Yep. Mm-hmm. Buy yep. the discounted player. That's always the best move. Yep. Um, and then final pick was Preston <laughs> Smith. But okay, so so for a guy that pretty much faded uh IDP, I went my 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 IDP starters ended up being Emmanuel Ogba, Josh Sweat, Daryl Taylor, Uchenna, Logan Wilson, Pete Warner, Devin Bush, Al Shear. Jeremy Chin, Cameron Bynum, Jordan Whitehead, Legereus Sneed. Mm. That's that's beautiful. That's fine. It. Yeah. 
I love it. That strategy actually, I think, worked out pretty well. I think that's the way. I mean, I think you, I think, uh, I'm, you substitute a wide receiver up at the top for a running back. Maybe. See, so. I, I, um, I got sniped hard on Travis Etienne. I was mm-hmm. going to go Etienne. He was going to be my hero. Just RB. had to get Hunter Renfro in that receding hairline. <sighs> Etienne went in the uh, 410 right before your Michael Pittman pick. Mm, I was going Etienne there, but um, that's all right. Whatever. I can, trade, just, I can trade for Etienne if I needed to. And he's on the golf course just throwing his phone at this point. Y'all not worried about Etienne? Not really. What about Dobbins? Melvin Gordon now. Uh, I think it's a good chance to buy if you're. Mm. Melvin yeah. Gordon hadn't officially signed there yet, has he? I think he's a Baltimore Raven. Even if he does, I mean, J.K. was going to be in a split either way. I mean, sure, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, Bobo, hit us with your team here. Uh, still, Melvin Gordon's still a free agent. I don't feel like my team was that good. Let's uh, let's run through somebody else's. Who's somebody we want to hit here? Let's do PFF Macri, just because he he had a new baby. There we go. Everyone so, always loves. Let's yeah. hit him up. PFF Macri goes uh, DeAndre Swift in the first, then DK Metcalf, J.K. Dobbins. Darren Waller, Elijah Mitchell in the fifth, Kyler Murray, Chase Young in the seventh, then his boy Derwin James, Rashawn Gary in the ninth, Adam Thielen, Calvin Ridley in the eleventh. This is a startup mock. Uh, Bobby Wagner in the twelfth, Quiddy Pay in the thirteenth. Josh, defense is gross. Ernest Jones again uh, to pair with Rashawn Gary and Bobby Wagner. Then Alexander Madison, Noah Fant, Levante David, and Zadarius Smith in the eighteenth. Uh, J. Ron Curse, Brandon Jones, Baron Browning, Aaron Rodgers is his second QB in the 22nd. Cam Jordan, Irv Smith, Cody Barton season, hashtag uh, Mike Wollert, David Njoku, and Julio Jones. That's a nice little squad. In the 27th. Yeah, Even Macri, with a baby on the way, Macri did a hell of a job. Macri knows what he's doing. He's uh, he's no dummy. Uh, even with the uh, maybe snafu there with Wagner and Jones, I still don't mind it for both but of he's, them. But he got, I didn't realize he got Wagner, yeah. even though he got Jones. So it's like that, that lessens the sting, I think, quite a bit. Because what if you do have a Wagner and a Jordan Brooks situation? And all these dudes are smart. Macri's smart. Johnny's smart. He doesn't fade, you know. Love Johnny for his constant selection of uh, Justin Simmons in every mock ever. Johnny doesn't let any value fall. Because Johnny's smart. Johnny knows what's going on. Kyle B doesn't fade the uh, he doesn't fade the vets either. He took Eric Kendricks in the eleventh, which I love that. He also took Daniil Hunter. Um, Joey the Tooth knows what in the world he's freaking doing. Taking the Darius Leonard and Roquan off the board, six in the seventh round. Um, I don't know. Maybe could it's just the- always fun to see the different strategies pan out. Yeah. It's yeah. really fun to do these mocks because. You just see, like, let me try this. And, you know, it's we want to get people together that know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many, you see so many mocks out there. Where it's like, good Lord. Yeah. They're, what Why? are we doing? <laughs> what do we got going? It's, it's just, it just it becomes useless. I mean, really, if it, if you got some bad drafters in there, just, you're not going to get anywhere with, with it. I mean, so not I th- helpful. I think Z Mag's faded IDP the hardest, and his first IDP taken yeah, was. He apologized. The, I don't forgive him. Demarcus Lawrence in the 13th, then Randy Gregory, then Chris Jones, uh, Cole Holcomb, David Long, Camu Grugier-Hill, Von Bell, Grant Delpit, Miles Jack, Christian Barmore, Darnell Savage, Harrison Smith, Jordan Hicks, Willie Gay. Still turned out a fine defense. And let's look at the, let's I look think at it's the other the way. side. I think it's the way. Let's look at his offense. So Z-Mag's offense, Josh Allen, Joe Mixon, Tony Pollard, Chase Edmonds, Miles Sanders, uh, Wide receivers, or as tight end is Mark Andrews. Wide receivers, DJ Moore, Michael Thomas, Brandon Cooks, Rondell Moore, Kadarius Tony. Solid. So it can work. You can make it work. We'll get. We'll have more mocks out there. We'll give you more hey, examples. I was just going to give you all a little teaser. I mentioned this earlier. We were doing our 
draft coverage is going to be pristine. We have the live stream. We have a recap pod Saturday night with John Macri. Then we have a post NFL draft mock draft mm. fellas. I have put together a hell of a room for us. Kyle B joy, the tooth, Bobo, Addy, myself, Mike Waller, John Glosser, boo, bam, John Macri, Evan Rhonda, sticky Z. And our boy Jamar chase is on the case. Jake Colhagen. That's going to be, let's give it to him. It's going to be a hell of a mock draft, folks, and we're going to do it live on the pod, and we're going to get input from everyone who is drafting to see what do they, what what's what's their thought process, and then we will tear it to shreds on air because they won't be able to know until the next day when they're listening mm-hmm. and they're gutted. Mm-hmm. Sure. But that's going to be a lot Sorry, of fun. Boys. So tune in, and I'm sure you guys will have more mocks before then. So oh, for sure. We'll we're keep throwing this data out there. We're going to keep, yeah, trying to give stuff for, for the folks out there to use. It's also so that we can kind of help y'all with the uh, sleeper ADP going into your real drafts. So it's a joke, year. man. It's I mean, it's if you don't, yeah, if you're not familiar with the IDP, if it's your first time in there, it's going to mm-hmm. be a struggle. Like, it's a problem. And we'll, you know, Addy's the uh, crazy person here. I'm sure he will come up with some type of a... Uh, mock draft ADP type of tweet for everybody for the mocks that we run, you know, we can kind of come up with a accumulation of where these guys are going or whatever, just kind of, kind of educate you. If you want to hit up the IDP show.com, it'll be somewhere. Well, I'm proud of us boys. We put out a uh, two hour episode here. Hey, old fashioned. Oh, that is an old fashioned. That's an uh, IDP show special right there. April 11th. Big three show. IDP. It's good to be back. Adam, Bobby, Josh, got that news feed. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you're subscribed over on YouTube. You get to see our beautiful faces. There's Addy. Give double thumbs up there, Addy. There's Bobo. Wave to the camera, Bobo. So make sure you're subscribed over on YouTube. We're going to be putting out these videos. We'll have the live stream over there as well. Uh, And like I said, we got some great episodes coming up for y'all in the feed. We got Joey with John Macri. Episode was just bumped back a couple days. They're going to be dropping that one Thursday night, Friday morning for y'all. Next week, we will have John Glosser in the feed with John Macri talking DBs. We've got Joey coming up talking NFL draft busts. Mm. And then we're into draft season, boys. Mm. It is here. It is upon us. So It's going to be wheel, one hell of a week. Well, wheel keeps on turning. Like we said, off season, no, sir. This is the on season. So, That's right, yeah. Are we going to stop doing IDP? Uh, what do you say to that, Mr. I'm not going to, so quit asking. We're not going to stop, folks. We're not going to stop doing IDP content. So thank you all for listening. Gentlemen, any final thoughts here before we sign off? Yeah, we're built different. I mean, there's no off season. I mean, what can you say? I mean, hey, we don't stop. I'm happy, happy. I'm happy like a peach in a tree There I am hanging around Hoping there'd be someone like you to pick me I'm happy, oh happy Lord I'm happy like the tree in the breeze There I am away to you Hoping that you'd sit by me